Hi, Chad. It's it's me, Butcher. I don't really have any questions this week, but I do have some news which should be of interest, particularly to Steve, Steve Murphy. In show 34 of the Chad Show, Steve said he wished there were more leprechauns in the world. Now, it's funny that he should mention that in the same show as was also mentioned the Nicolas Cage slash Sam Rockwell slash Ridley Scott film Matchstick Men because Steve and others will have their hearts warmed by an upcoming prequel to that lovely film which was the story of two conmen and Alison Lohman, a prequel in which Nicolas Cage's character's new mark is a man with leprosy. The name of the prequel will be Leprechaun. Leprechaun, Steve. Anyway, I love the Chod podcast very much, so keep up the good work and I'll keep enjoying listening to it. the 35th Chud Podcast. I'm Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host. It is my pleasure to serve you, the audience, because you are what makes us what we are. And drinks. That was Steve Murphy you heard over in the left channel. Steve, how are you? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my time here. Justin, welcome to the right, which is someplace you're not used to being. No, no, no. How you doing? It's a political joke. <laughs> I don't like it here. <laughs> Justin, you look wealthier than normal. What do you mean? Well, you're... Oh, I get it. Your life is less taxing. Hmm. You got a fucked up neck and you got a dummy. <laughs> Talking about the Anthony Hopkins joke. No. So, we are back by popular demand. This is a good start. This is a Tiffany Hopkins joke. I think we're alone now, so let's go. There's a documentary on her. You know what we like is the sound of somebody crunching on food while they're talking. Gobstoppers, my friend. You, you it's your, stop it. You're, uh, it's your fault. You brought them. I have them. You don't see me sucking on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. All right. We got some uh, cougar. Yeah. How did that part go? John Stockwell was cougar. Um, hold on to 16 as long as you can. Yeah. They, John Cougar, the official, the original... Denim Dan. 
Yeah. Tell me about it. Jean jacket, jean pants, jean t-shirt. Jean triple horn. That's what they call them. a new commentary. That song can piss off. How about that? For being that was cool. one of the first music. No, Hurt So Good was one of the first music videos I ever saw. It's because you're old. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll own that. Actually, I think uh, that might have been the same. That might have been my first video as well. <laughs> Steve with the exciting discussion. <laughs> Your first video. My first video that I can remember uh, was the White Snake. It's not, I can remember. This is this is like, a big moment for me, the White Snake video. Here I go again? Mm-hmm. With uh That was Connie like Katane. in 86, though. I just don't remember much before then. Oh. And I, didn't was, have, I didn't have MTV. Because it just ushered, you know, kind of ushered me into ma- manhood. So it actually might have been, um, and womanhood, money for nothing. That but was great, but, but it might have but been my first. There was video. many, many years of music videos before. Yeah, but I that. didn't have MTV and I didn't have access to it. That movie, that that video, wiped out my collective video memory. It did a clean sweep on me. What are you talking about? Uh, all the videos that I held in my brain before that White Snake video. Was it because she was squirming on the hood of the car? Mm. Mm-hmm. And then the lead singer, what was his name? David Coverdale. Mm-hmm. He's squirming a little bit too. Is uh, this before she decided to, to beat the hell out of Chuck Finley? Is that yes, she, way before. Yeah. That's her. This is before she became an international superstar with Witchboard. I, I used to have Witchboard four. Hmm, yeah. Really? Or I think I think it was Witchboard four. Up I, until I to... about October 29th, Witchboard. I had to review it for you, if I remember right. No, that was Witch House. That was Witch House? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also Piss Off. Wow. Yep. That was Witch House 3. Steve's got (laughs) fancy memories. (laughs) So I just make stuff up until until occasionally I'm right. Mm, Tawny. Mm. She should marry uh, one of the Wahlbergs. Tawny Wahlberg. Man, this is an ugly name. Tawny? Oh. What about Katane? <laughs> Katane sounds badass. <laughs> that sounds like a great name. No. You don't like it? No. Sounds She's not like, that it, it she sounds was... like a guy that like comes to town and everybody fears, you know? Oh shit. It's yeah, Katane. because he's rotten. Katane's coming. What? Don't be, don't be afraid of Tawny. No, Tawny's terrible, but Katane sounds like a Katane is great. He's got like a samurai sword and a gun. Sounds like a, sounds like when you fire the gun and it ricochets. Tony Katane, even at her most prominent, was not that good looking. She had tits and ass, and she had, and she was tan. And she she had, was good looking. Uh, she had whore hair. She had whore hair. Excellent whore hair. Whore hair Posada. <laughs> but she did not look that good in the close face. Oh my God, Katane's coming to town. Bachelor party. How did he get his name to sound his gun makes when it ricochets? Thus Maybe leaves. it was uh, Chuck Finley's fist who should have done the damage. She was that hideous. He could have performed a you know a, a public service by beating the hell out of her face, rearranging Chuck, it so maybe she looks better. Chuck Finley's coming. No, he decided to get his ass kicked by Tawny. I don't. So that's just not right. Back in the eighties, that's the kind of beating I wouldn't have minded. You know, he got beat down by the Katane. He got beat down by like a plus, you know, like a forty plus Katane. Ouch. She was not uh, right. Never that. Never that great. She was awesome, very good. Was what do you like? You like Kari War more? Oh hell War yeah! More? Oh yeah. yeah, she was cute too. I still like Kari War. Really? I bet you she still looks fine. She looks pretty good. She 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 was on the um, 
the shit end of the horror movie streak for a while, and I think she, they just stopped calling her. She ate legged freaks. Mm-hmm. Michael Madsen said, "No, I don't think we need to work with either Katane or Were today." Such is life. I mean, what? How much work has Were done since the first Star Wars? Anyway. Serve their kind. I had to do it. Actually, I did not have to do it. Well, after this little Star Wars joke, I think we'll listen to the first segment of Steve's Oak Ridge Boys. We'll be back after this. All right, this is Steve Murphy. I want, want to let everybody out there know that um, I'm about to head on out to the Georgia Fair, or the Georgia State Fair. Well, I don't even know what it's called anymore. But it's just like we did a couple years back when the Charlie Daniels band came into town. Well, this year, it's the Oak Ridge Boys bringing all of their songs including Elvira, and you know, honestly, that's the only one that really matters because no one knows any of their other tunes anyway. But uh, according to the agenda, this is what I can look forward to tonight. At about 6 o'clock, there's something called the Alligator Show. And then at about 8, I believe, there's a High Dive Show, but I don't know what that means because it's, it's not the National Dog Diving Tour because that's, that's on Saturday and Sunday, and I won't be able to be there for that one. So I have no clue who's going to be diving. It's probably the pigs because there is a pig race. There's a pig race at 6.30 and 7.30, so I can't wait to see that one. And, of course, I have to take down the racist clown, the same clown that tormented me last time. So I'll be checking in with everybody throughout the night to wish me luck. And with that, I'm gone. We're back. I was wondering, Steve. Yeah. Do you think... um? Next time you hit a, com- a, a, a fantasy convention, you're going to get an autograph from War. You mean the guy who played War? War? Yeah. I would love to, but no one knows who he is. Seems like years ago, when they did the first Star Wars celebration, um, they tried to get the guy who played War to show up, but they couldn't figure out who he was. If the Star Trek people, uh, Star Trek, the Star Wars people couldn't even figure out who their own guy was, yeah. how are we supposed to? Why don't you explain to the uh, everybody who's not the biggest fucking nerd ever who were is. <laughs> you can't even say his name right. Were. Why don't you explain who he is? Because people are, have no idea. He's a he's a member of a secret organization called the Yellow Ribbon. The bartender, the Moss Isaac in Cantina. Yeah. And he was hum- like human, right? He's he, human. He's uh, prejudiced against droids. <laughs> he wouldn't serve their kind. Yeah. Hey. He, he, he was tending bar when the guy got his arm cut off. Right. Luke had to tap him on the shoulder he, and order a drink from him. Walrus Smith could have used a tendon at that rude point. Rude bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, his voice was dubbed, I think, in the film. And that's not when he says the your droids have to wait outside. That's not his voice. They had to dub it. Did they... Did they, uh, did they dubbed War? Did, did Luke do his little Jedi mind trick on War? Yeah, Luke didn't know anything then. At that point, Luke was nothing. All he knew how to do was get oh, some ben, power no, converters. Oh, Ben Kenobi? And Kenobi was too busy... Chopping off Panda Baba's arm. Hmm. Panda Baba? <laughs> segment yeah. of all. Who's Panda Baba? Walrus Man. How do you know all this stuff? I mean, I had I had well, all the figures too. Carl. That's why I knew all this. But they now they had action figures for everybody in that Except bar, they had, but they didn't have they him. Have a, since then, they've made action figures of everything, including but, the bar. I never had the uh, the bar toy. But though. they didn't make Panda. How do you say his yes, name? they did. They had Ponda Baba. Yeah, yes, Walrus did. Man? Hell yeah. He's they had him figure. and they had his, his buddy. Uh, he had an orange vest. His buddy. Oh, I had Walrus Man then. Do you have his friend? What, wasn't it, what, what was his was, name, was, though? Walrus little face. Little guy, little hairy fuck face? Yeah, Dr. Evison. His friend was human, right? Yeah. 
But they like didn't make him. Like a, they make him? Like a, like a fucked up nose or something. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like a pig the, nose. He's the one who, who picked the fight with They're the wanted men. Yes, that's that, that guy right there. Yeah. So, but he didn't come with a detachable arm, did he? No, that's, that's Ponda Baba got his arm cut off. That's the thing, though. If you watch the film, yeah, the Ponda Baba's right. the one who's not doing anything. He's in the background. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Everson's picking the fight. So Kenobi shows up, goes around Everson, cuts off Ponda Baba's arm for no reason. No, no, he steps in. No, I don't think he yeah, did. Yeah, he does. He starts some. Sh- you don't start. You don't intervene. That's what he did. I'm just saying. I had I had the Panda Baba one, and I think I had Doctor Evison, but I never had War. I never had his toy. He um he's a member of the Yellow Ribbon. He wore a yellow ribbon. You do you know that? No. Nope. That's Isley. Yes. Oh well. It's a hell of a hell of a place to be. Unless you're in the special edition, you might get cut out. Or you might be CG. Yeah, it's even worse. Let's talk about how shit Star Wars is. That's a cutting yeah, edge. That would be exciting. What's we'll the point about, of this segment? Then we'll talk about... What- it is nice, though, how it, it went from that movie where someone gets his arm ripped, you know, sliced off, you know, to, you know, kind of a very, 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 um, I don't know, safe... Not to say that wasn't safe, I guess. What am I talking about? I like well, actually the somebody gets their legs cut off at the very end. Who? Darth. Well in the first and the first what happened what No no Anakin fuckface fuck. Oh, you mean uh Doesn't he Darth, get his, his lower yeah, extremities cut off? Darth gets a lot he gets burned a lot and gets sliced gets a lot. Away. But yeah. I know what you mean though, because if you watch the prequels now they're very bloodless. Yeah. But when Panda Baba got his arm cut off, there was blood all like all over the floor. Yeah. Walrus blood. Yeah, it's, well, it's not real blood, though, is it? Do they clean that up for the special editions? Nope. It's still there. Hmm. It's still there. Although I think Han came over and shot it first. <laughs> he did. That joke was completely unnecessary. So is everything Star Wars related. Well, let's change the subject. Let's talk about the right. Death Stalker That wasn't blood. Hey, this is Steve Murphy back at the scene of the crime up here at the North Georgia State Fair. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, let me just say that. We just walked by a booth. The lady selling these really shitty tie-dye T-shirts, and she's got maybe three teeth. And there was a guy selling uh, you know, barbecued pigs by the front door. But the primary object here is to find and locate, which is the same thing. I suppose that horrible racist clown, and that's what I'm going to do. So once I find him, I'm going to check back in. So wish me luck. <laughs> so we're back. Justin, what's your favorite obscure Star Wars character? <laughs> you guys ever see the... Uh, Steve was talking about how when that Panda Baba mm-hmm. got his arm cut off. Right. And there's this mistaken um, idea that there was blood. Like whenever he got his arm sliced off. But that was actually the blood. It was not blood. That was just a blob. A red blob. Another character. The arm, <laughs> the arm fell on him. Oh, he was no. just minding his business, trying to slide slide up to the bar to get no. him to get himself some, uh, be, you know, I don't know what they called it there, beer, some blue milk, some blue milk, some blue milk. It was jury juice, is what it was. That's what the <laughs> that's what the uh, the yeah. Jawas were ordering. They were ordering the the jury juice. That's right. And his uh, and you guys don't know this. Um, <laughs> you guys don't know this, but his name. You guys did you have the action figure? It was very small. I did not. His name was. Uh, 
Senor Dippin' Sticks. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Is that a little blob? Yeah, Senor Dippin' Sticks. You didn't have that? You had to actually mail in to get that figure. See, the reason I didn't get that is because it wasn't racist enough. Like, in, <laughs> if it was in the prequels, it would have been much more racist. You mean like the way Lucas names things? And the way that they talk. Yeah. Wow, Star Then you're dipping sticks the blood puddle. I must say that it's a little bit of a, a of a continuity issue there with the Panda Baba arm getting his ripped off there with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Because in the later films, they established that if you get anything cut off with a lightsaber, it cauterizes it. So there's no blood anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, 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 there's no issue there. Because the, the, there was no blood. It fell on Senor Dippin' Sticks. <laughs> that was the, that's the mistake that everybody always I see. makes. So is he Man, the you tragic figure in this whole saga? Huh? Like, is he the, really the tragic figure in Star yeah, Wars I mean, mythology? Dippin' Sticks? The, He's minding his the puddle, own business. little puddle that could. A little, a little arm fell atop him. You know, that's not... And then no one pay, pays any mind to him, and he's, he's struggling and gets himself on top of the... Oh, and the thing that really sucks is, guess what his fatal flaw is? Allergic to arms. You uh, turn up the volume really, really high. You can hear as the arm falls. You can hear Senor Dippenstick scream, scream out. Really? Uh huh. And he Scre- says, "What does he scream about?" He says, "He says, oh no, not the one thing in the world that I'm allergic to. Please tell me it's not an arm. It's not a falling arm." And the great thing about arms, I mean, see, he would have been fine if it wasn't severed, because wh- when they're attached to the host, there's nowhere for the arm juice to leak out. It looks like that the arm was hollow as well. That's where you're mistaken. That's not arm juice. It's in your dipping sticks. You have to keep going around? I don't understand. <laughs> no, no. Well, you don't understand. It looked it? like the arm was hollow. Why couldn't he just crawl in? He didn't want to get in there. Why? He just wants to. He it's the to get one some... thing he fears the most. <laughs> if he has to conquer his fear, he's got to go in there. Oh, it's like the the, the dark tree. It's the dark <laughs> the dark side cave. Okay, I'm with you. He wasn't brave, too. I mean, that's and he could have escaped the Imperials. And he was a little bit of a drunk. He was a drunk. That is true. He, he was. Clean, he, he, he drank he, solid. He drank solids, if I'm <laughs> correctly. Because I mean, your puddle can't. He did clean up his act. He went. He did uh, detox a little bit. Wait, he made it past the, the arm. Hmm? It oh. did not kill him. Okay. It didn't necessarily make him stronger, but I thought he was there. I didn't know he was in the cantina for drinks. I thought he was there for the uh, the music. Yeah, oh, maybe. I he was there for the, That's probably what he said. The Figman you know? Dan. That's probably what he said. In the, in the, in the modal nodes. I like the I like the music. It's just that the the drinks are also pretty good. What at the cantina? Mm-hmm. Pricey. Pricey. But I'll tell you what, we're pours him strong. Oh <laughs> man. So I guess they didn't make every character. Um I mean, they they could have in the action figures. They did not make Senor Dippin' Stick. Well, I think that maybe it was a special. Yeah, you have to mail away like Just three like Co- UPC codes. Like Cobra Commando back in the and day. And your daughter's fingers. I think that's, if I'm correct, that's what. We're old, so we used to play with Star Wars and G.I. Joe figures. I know you did, Nick, so don't try to lie. I did, too. Steve as well. Steve's a little younger. Did you mail away for Cobra Commando? Cobra Commander? Day? I'm sorry, Cobra Commander. No. You didn't? The if hooded, I remember correctly, because I didn't like the one with the hood. When yeah, I was, that's who it was. Yeah, I didn't like the hood. I liked him with the little helmet. The original one had a little helmet. Oh. I liked I him better. So I didn't know there were, were any of those figures that you could mail away for. The only one I ever mailed away for was <clears throat> the the Ghost of Anakin Skywalker, the the clear one. Hmm. You had to get it, I think, through Sears. Was it Anakin or was it No, it was Anakin. Ben. No, it was Anakin. It was the Ghost of Anakin from the end of Jedi before. Well, bef- I, thought that, I, I thought before show. that there was the, the Ghost Ben. 
No. Well, I don't know. But the only one I ever mailed away for was Anakin. I, I never had to mail for G.I. Joe. I once met a man that made a man, I guess a, a guy, um, who was really into Star Wars, like you, Steve. And he actually made the other ghosts. I'm not into it. <laughs> he what made. Do you, why do you say I'm into it? He made the ghost of Yoda. Uh huh. Made the ghost of Yoda, and he made the uh, ghost of Ben. I guess. Oh, uh, ben. ben? Kenobi. Um. Did you punch him? No, I don't know what he made it out of. But he there's baking involved. There's some kind of wax, wax or baking. I don't know what he did. Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, I think that's where you should draw the line between euthanasia and not <laughs> euthanasia. Yeah, that was a that was a weird. I never heard of anybody making their own action figure before. I can't believe anybody thought that there was something that hadn't been made in the Lucas universe. <laughs> They actually, I'm sure, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't made the little ETs that cameoed in the prequel. He, uh, he, he actually had all the figures up in this room, and he's like, "I got them all. I even made some. I got worse, worse senior dipping sticks." And I walked out of that house. <laughs> and I'm you, out of here. If you're telling the truth that this guy exists, I'm not lying about it. Are you friends with him still? I'm not friends with him. No. Are you friends with his toys? <laughs> no. I used Are to work you, with his uh, wife. They're very nice people, and he was just very much into Star Wars. And how fat is his wife? She's not chubby. God damn it. How, how long ago was this? They're very nice people. Is this pre-99? I knew that. I think so, and it, he was very excited about the sequels, and I think he actually really, or the prequels, and I think he really still liked them, all of them. Like, he loves them. When are you no longer He had this you? awesome theater in his house, too. They they had built this theater. We watched... Uh, the Clone Wars. Uh, we watched uh, <laughs> Natural Libre. <laughs> Holy in this shit. fucking huge theater in his house. That's fairly of recent. all the fucked up things we've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> this is the worst. You know who my uh, you know my uh, theater home theater movie uh, seat partner was? No. Baked, uh, ghostly Yoda. I sat him on my knee. That's fairly recent. If you watched Nacho Libre with him, like two years ago. It was well. We watched it on DVD. I don't know what. When, I think it was about two years ago. They had a nice setup, man. I'm telling you, it's like you're fucking ritzy. Yeah, but I thought you. you I'm a little dis- disconcerted that somebody who has that collection is able to have a successful professional life. Well, yeah, he has a he has a lot of money, and he used a lot of it to buy uh, Battlestar Galactica stuff and Star Wars stuff. I don't blame him. And a tiny Dagobahian oven. A well-rounded guy. I, he made those figures. He made them. What have you done lately? Actually, I did. You have the uh, the the Adama figure in, in battle dress. Let me make it clear: I'm not sticking <laughs> sticking up for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you watch Nacho Libre with him all the time. About <laughs> two years ago, but let's watch it. That was kind of funny. In his home theater, next to the Wax Yoda. Uh, Jack, what's Wack- your hey? What are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. What's up? Why don't you come to our house? I'll cook for you. I'll show you my handcrafted Star Wars figures, and then every other Star Wars figure, and then we'll go downstairs and watch a, the, a boring, fucking, stupid movie. I assume that they were still in the box. The Star no, Wars no, I, they were out. They were. Out. I think uh, some of them probably were, but some of them yeah, were. You had them in action poses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I bet you. I bet you they smelled faintly of his inner skin. Did they? Were they standing like? Do you know if he if, did he make his own the base that they stand on? Because remember they used to have little holes Steve, in their feet. Did he just stand them up so that they didn't fall over? What? 
Did you inspect them at all? He baked a shelf with footholds. <laughs> it's possible. It's kind of made a Yoda. Like, well, it was weird because I walked in there and I was like, "Do I what do I, do I smell toast?" And the toaster sprang up, and it was three ghostly Yodas. <laughs> That's how I made them. <laughs> I have done Admiral Akbar. He's like, I just put these on eBay. Hot out, hot out the toaster. <laughs> Admiral Akbar. <laughs> He didn't make Admiral Akbar. He he couldn't crack it. He couldn't crack it. He's like, I don't need to. There's just a bunch of. He didn't die, so they don't need a ghost. There's just a bunch of puddles of these half-made Akbars and Akbar. Akbar's in a leisure suit. He wanted he wanted the he wanted the casual Akbar. You know the the at rest the vacationy Akbar, and he couldn't do it. He's piles of laid back bar. Yeah, he probably, probably did. <laughs> there was no need to make him though. You could just go down to the, the store and buy one. It's a tragedy. It was just dollar twenty-five. Melty. This guy probably makes ghostly versions of everything because he knows everything's gonna die at some point. He's ahead of the curve. He, he actually took a mold of you while you were there, Justin. Hope not. Got a mold of his Nacho Libre. I want. I, I gotta mail some UPCs so I can get the translucent Justin figure. <laughs> Don't make me into a ghostly action figure. That's my one request. <laughs> You know, I what, what, what if I merchandise you next to <laughs> Senor Dippin' Sticks? The <laughs> three pack. Oh, what a twist of fate, Senor Dippin' Stick, to be to have was one moment in the movie is one star moment. Everybody thinks he's blood on a severed arm. Translucent, Justin. Here's my close up. <laughs> no, no, you get it wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ! So they actually panned down to him. The, the original shot was on the arm. They so panned down Bamba. They, no. They pan down to show you Senor Dippin' Stick. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Interesting. He had his own theme. Did he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had his own theme. His own music theme? Yeah. Who did? Senior Dippin' Stick. <laughs> oh. What was how it? it go? I can't remember how it went. Come on. I don't Let's know how it went. It take like, a crack at it, Steve. Let's hear it. Dun, 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 dun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that was it. That sounds like vintage John Williams. Do some more. Let's hear it again. <laughs> that was you, all. That was all you had. There isn't any more. And there was a little. Do, do it again. Do that little part again. I can't remember how. And you remember how it ends? No. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh no. He changed it. Oh no. He changed it. I did not change. That's the beauty, though, with that that theme. It's an ever evolving melody. You got a lot of toys in here, there, uh, Nick. Yes, I have toys all over town. So you can't. It's like you can't get too harsh on this guy. Yeah, I can. You're a little bit. Well, you're about one step away from making your own toys, I'd say. <laughs> I pretty much am. Do a little re- reanimator in your house. Take some of the toys, melt them together, that kind of thing. No, I usually just melt them. Hmm. I'm, I'm I'm pretty much better than that guy. He's a nice guy. What was his name? His first name? Tyler. Oh Jesus. no. That explains everything, really. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what the hell? He needs. To- the guy deserves a kick in the balls. You can't, you can't help your first name. You, sure, you, you can change it. You can go by your middle name. <sighs> What's your middle name? Patrick? Yes. Stephen Patrick Murphy. Why don't you ever go by Patty? Pat. <laughs> hey, Patty. Because that's, that's why. Right there. What's your middle name there, Nick? Charles. I, if he, really? Yeah. What, what if... Uh, Chucky, I didn't know that. Chucky Noons. What if... Uh, but it, he, if he did go by Patty, he could legally melt his figures. <laughs> 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 
we could we could uh all go let's go about go by our middle names of the show It'd be chuck patrick <laughs> justin <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying that i that i go by my middle name really mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the first name then what's my first name like warlock <laughs> james james are you kidding me? We got Jim, Chuck, and Patty here. <laughs> <laughs> the Jim, Chuck, and Patty show. It's actually better. Better than Groucho and Beer. <laughs> the, the Beer Report? <sighs> this makes me sad. Hey, this is Steve Murphy uh, coming in from the North Georgia Fair yet again. I haven't gotten to the clown yet, but that, that, that little asshole is waiting for me. I can smell it. So we just went on a couple of rides here, and uh, the first one was pretty damn good, and the second one was kind of it's like being in a car like, the whole time. So, uh, you know, Will Mason's here. Uh, how do you feel after that one, then, Will? I need to throw up into the past. Like the, into the past? Into the past. <laughs> but there's plenty of that here with Confederate flags of blank. What's up, Drake? You also, Andrew Sweeney was not agile. That's right. Sweeney tried to climb up this little, uh, little rope lever thing, right? What's going on there? What happened? Yeah. And so you tried to climb up something? Speak. I tried to climb up a rope ladder to win a prize. Well, you couldn't because you're not, not a redneck. redneck. I'm not a redneck. Hello. Next thing up, on our way to Oak Ridge Boys to have a look at that wreck. Talk to you later. And we are back here. Barbara back. Little Dams Brown. Hey, Justin. Little Buster Brown. Do you think um, the Sando Aqua Beast is as tough as the Rancor? <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of what the Rancor is. I don't know this. I don't know what the first you're talking about. Who's that? Will you please describe him to, to me? It's a, it's a mythical sea creature from the prequels. In the first one, first prequel. Yep, chases him around in the sea. You know, I, I didn't even know that. What? That that was the name of that creature. It's, I do, however, know the name of the Rancor Keeper from Jedi, the fat guy. Tim. Yes. That's it. Yeah, his name's not Tim. Go ahead, Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. Malakil, you see the guy that cries went over. The- yeah, that's it. At least, at least you didn't read a a piece of short fiction about his character. Nope. Nor do in I the, own that book. In the Tales yeah, from the, the Boss Heisley Cantina. Yeah. No, it's Tales from Jabba's Palace. No, it's yes, the the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. No, they're both good books though. They're fun. I mean, I should say good. They're fun. Justin, I think we should come up with the further adventures of an obscure Star Wars character. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. So what do you want me to be then? Just the uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I was trying to get your information. No, I think I think uh, I think I mean a team effort. I mean we should. Neon Numb's too popular, isn't he? How about the uh, the further adventures of Bo Shack? I don't know who that is. He was in Star Wars for about half a second. Tell us about he's him. He's at the cantina as well. See the astronaut? He, yeah, he's the one that Chewbacca is talking to before Kenobi walks up. Isn't there a regular astronaut guy, like a guy that's just a regular guy in an astronaut suit? That's him. He's got side His name's Boshek? His name's Boshek, yeah. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> what? what? What did I do? He's the guy with the long side, but he's talking to Chewbacca before Kenobi walks up and tells him to piss off. That's him. That's Boshek. What were you, they you talking know who about? Else was, you know who else was the guy with the long sideburns in that movie? Everybody. It's you know a fucking the, like, 70s. You can't do the further, further adventures of him because it was already done because that's where I got the name from. That's from Moss Isaac. The tales from Moss Isaac. I think Isaac. Big's got some sideburns. That's true. Got some crashing into the space. I know Porkins did, but what what, the, what was the astronaut talking with Chewbacca about? I don't remember. It's it's detailed in the Tales from Mos Eisley book. 
Really? Yeah. That I read about 15 years ago. Well, I bet you it was a damn good conversation. Amazing. I, st- I talked to myself after I read it. He's talked Chewbacca. You know, you knew how to speak his language. He asked. He asked Chewbacca if he worked with Chewbacca. What form of payment would would Chewbacca require? And the answer is Kashik. <laughs> is that a joke or is it for real? <laughs> That's a good joke. Kashik is that where Chewbacca's from? <laughs> Kashik planet. Okay. I think they pronounce it in the prequels like Kashik. And he said, and then it was Kashik's confusing. Better. Kashik's he, a lot. Better. Well, he pronounced it. Uh, Tatooine, or what did he say? Uh, remember Lucas? Oh no, Hoth. He said Hoth, but he, yeah, but like Tatooine's been pronounced like eighteen different ways. But if you ever see that scene in the, uh, did, did you ever see the deleted conversation? No, I did not. He's like, "What kind of money would you require if you work for me, Chewbacca?" And he's and Chewbacca says, "Kashik." He goes, "No, I'm Boshek." And then he goes, "No, Kashik." No, mine is Boshek. Remember that? Do you remember? I don't remember that at all. It goes on like that for like five minutes. That's probably why they cut him out. Like mm-hmm. he's in it for half a second. Mm-hmm. He turns on and leaves. Thing is, though, everybody makes fun of me, but you now know this. You know the same information I do now. You do. You know who that guy is. Do you know the actor's name? No, I haven't. Do you ever read that story about how he took his whole family to the theater to see that scene, the Boshek Kashek scene? <laughs> he brought his whole family to the to the theater. He's like, look at my big my big moment. My scene. It's five minutes long. We had this huge. We improved it. Me and, me, and, me and Peter Mayhew. His wife's like, I waited in line for three hours for this. His family's smaller now. Get divorced. Do you ever happen to the actor? I, I know he had some mental issues. Wanda Sheck. He's, he's bipolar. <laughs> they checked him into a hospital. <laughs> That Michael Caine film a check to the system. <laughs> so what's another good? I've been to his his personal fan page. Oh really? Maximum Ma- Max Sheck. <laughs> so the character from Batman Returns is named after him. Then, Steve, please tell me that you know the original. Of course I do. Okay. I would hate you. I won't hate you for all the Star Wars trivia. Okay. But I would hate you for that. That's not trivia. That's general knowledge. No, he played. He was in the Battle of Dantooine. <laughs> Gave his life for general but knowledge. Technically, there was no battle. Shit! What happened? <laughs> Why are you finding faults in my jokes about your jokes? <laughs> oh, Shaq. man, that's a. We have to have another character there. There's got to be someone else minor. Salacious Crumb. He's always fun, but everybody knows him. What about the uh, the Dianoga? Salacious, now, Salacious Crumb, but people don't know him. What he was like, J- Jabba's little venereal. He like but, a member. Of, he like kick. someone from Fraggle Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was so, it, who else? Dianoga's pretty popular too. Who's Dianoga? Trash monster. Although that was the original name. Well, never mind. But the Dianoga is. Yeah, I guess everybody does know him. Oh yeah, you see, you never really got to see that trash monster until you the real until you bought the. Death Star, and he came with Death Star, and he looked all fucked up. It also up. came with a few choice pieces of foam. Yeah, I love that foam. Did you actually get to see him? Did I ever, I did I ever tell you the story on, on the show? I you could only see the eye stuff. That I made, I didn't, that I actually made my own trash compactor when I was a kid. Like, I made. Are you kidding? No, because I, I didn't. We got Tyler over here. 
Are you kidding me? Did you? Are you serious? Yeah, because I I couldn't get it. Like I didn't. My parents didn't come through, and so now we know why Justin was defending that guy. So I made my own trash compactor because it was like like Nick you said, it was this orange thing with the cave and walls. I made. I put instead of the, the walls that you could scrunch together, I I made the amount of blocks, yeah, and then I cut. Then I cut. I had like newspaper, and I wadded that all up, and then I cried tears into the trash <laughs> compactor. Never mind. Because it was the worst. See, of all the things, of all the things that you were deprived of in the Star Wars toy universe. No, no, I, it, they they got it for me because then they saw me make it. They had to go buy it. Why don't you make something more important? Make a star destroyer. I made the pit of Carcoon. You know, we just like dug a small hole. You had your sister. You can rip me all you want, but the trash compactor was the fucking coolest part of that movie, and probably still is. I think. The trash compactor scene. Yes. Well, he does say, "God damn." Did they edit that out for the? I think it's still there. Who says it, huh? Luke. Luke. Nice. I love it. But that was a great scene. Plus, it's fucking asshole. <laughs> Actually, that scene's okay, but it's. It's a little loud, a lot of screaming. Mm. Yeah, oh, what a terrible scene. Yeah, Fuck you. Fuck you both. Like a little bit of a white, uh, wet t-shirt scene there. That when she was great. Sometimes I'll still make a trash compactor once in a while. Why not? Get two oh, blocks together. Sake. Get like a box, throw some newspaper in it. And... Home Depot has a section for those things. You just go to the trash compactor section and build it. Put some like pizza, little pizza parts in there and throw uh, any kind of action figure you want. You can you can mix and match. Star Wars, G.I. Joe. Hercules or He-Man? I'm sorry. Fuck He-Man. He-Man. Those action figures are so big, it's hard to pair them with other action figures. The He-Man figures were stupid. Great. They were horrible figures. What was your favorite He-Man figure? Skeletor. Mouse Man. I love Mouse Man. He had a good prophecy. But no, the thing is, the He-Man figures were stupid because they weren't realistic shape. They were the wrong. I got your dumb Mouse Man prophecy joke. Try slipping in there. You try sneaking in. No, I didn't. Little, little secret treasure for the for the podcast fans. I'm just trying to give you something to, re- to realize later Nick on. Nick made a Mothman prophecy joke, and Justin didn't even pick up on it. I got it. <laughs> Chose to ignore it. Yeah, that's what Let's I Let's change too. gears. Indeed. So, the He-Man figures, they were horribly proportioned. They just seem like kids' toys. I mean, I know that they are kids' toys. But I never seem, owned one. I never owned a He-Man but figure. But they seemed like they were for other kids. They didn't seem... Yeah. They were too distended and too steroidy. I had yeah. like two of them, but I never bought them. Like, and I, think I, a, I stole them from my friend. I'm pretty offended by things with hard chests and soft heads. Didn't yeah. He-Man's chest like didn't that little plate in his in his like an armor like didn't it spin over? Some the, a lot of figures had stupid shit like that. Oh, I thought his mind. Whether it be battle damage, yeah, it was or, battle damage. That's what it was. Yeah, and then yeah, but that was later on. Yeah, that was later. The and then Manny Face with his fucking... I was too old, I think. And I, I, had, I did have some Transformers, but I was too old for that as well. I only had a few. I, only had well, a few I had Transformers. a ton of Thundercats. I was too old, but I didn't give a shit. Those were great. I never had Thundercats. I had a ton of those. Thundercats were horrible. Well, there you go. I had a lot, though. I did have a... Um, what's a Boba Fett ship? The Slave One. I did have a nice... Wow, the speed on that answer. Like, die, the die-cast, like, metal, you know, ship that you could hold in your hand but it was really detailed and I lost it on the bus I think I had that one I had a, a Millennium Falcon kind of that. <sighs> I always thought they missed a huge opportunity by not making the, the most logical Star Wars tie-in just use an, a fucking iron a kid's iron with the fucking slave one because it felt it looked like an iron oh yeah it, it was an iron I think I think the guy they were late that day was like we need you to have this ship ready tomorrow did they make that joke in that, that show Hard? you ever watched uh, the short Hardware Wars Hardware Wars was before Empire, right? Yeah. It was like and that's when Boba showed up? Yeah, you're right. It was before. 
I thought they made that same joke uh, in Amistad, right? The slave won. The slave won joke. No. Um, I get nothing for the that. Slave did not won that battle. Do you think? Let me ask you guys a quick question. Do you think we have any listeners anymore at this point? Do I care? <laughs> we still get paid regardless. It's, star, it's our Star Star Wars show. That's the, right on the, time. The, the, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that all they do. I'm just giving them. All they do is ask us to to put uncut versions of our discussions up there. Mistake. <laughs> After this break, we'll talk about Star Wars. This is Steve Murphy from the North Georgia Fair, and I accidentally found the Oak Ridge Boys. They're playing some some song that's not Elvira, so I don't I have the faintest idea what it is. It's pretty boring, though. Yeah. How would it to be the backing group for this, the backing band for this group? I mean, you just sit there and you strum three chords on the guitar while they... Good God, look at the beard on that guy. We are back. I hope you enjoyed that Oak Ridge Boys commentary. Steve, it was a, how was that trip to the... It was not as racist as last time. Who was your companions? It was uh, my wife. Who were? Will. But the same person? What? Will is not my wife. Okay. I don't think it's a weird. It was me, my wife, Will, Caesar. Same person? And Will had a friend. He brought her. He had a friend? I mean, no one They're not right anymore. Oh, Gretchen came there. Yeah, she went. I like Gretchen. And I like Caesar as well. I don't mean to skip over. He's okay. So apparently, at least Gretchen had a good time at the carnival. Did not get the invite. Because Gretchen came. I mean, that thing was in planning for like six months. Did not Actually, receive. Gray even went. Did not receive an invite. The Sweeney's went. I forgot them too. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick went. We all went. Everybody, where were you? I Stacey love life too much. <laughs> so was, wife a, was there. Was I mean, a fun you've been reporting that we haven't heard it yet. Is it was? Did you have a good time? Yeah, you I saw more it. than the Oak Ridge Boys, I imagine. No, uh, the band. No, that was it. I mean, we. I literally saw about maybe two minutes of the Oak Ridge Boys. Okay, but then you guys walked around the fair. Yeah, and because all. they were terrible. Oh yeah. I mean, they were pretty awful. They saw the guy that that must have surprised you. I couldn't believe it. One of the guys looked like he was from ZZ Top. His beard went through the earth. It was insane. Oak Ridge we did boys. some rides though. We didn't do that the last time we were there, and uh, some of the rides were pretty good. Was I it, couldn't believe it. Did not die. Was it crowded? Yeah, it was extremely crowded. Yeah. But remember, like a couple. I'm, years I'm back sure Georgia's best were there. Like a couple years back when I did it, though, it was extremely racist. It was like rebel flags everywhere. Not a black person to be seen at all. Sounds like Steve Heaven. You know, indeed. But this year it was it was nothing like that at all. It was there's a black the guy in the, one why, of the. Why do we live in Georgia, by the way? I, just, I don't know. Can I, can I ask this question? I mean, we got the gas thing right now that sucks. Um, it's hot. It's smog all the time. Nothing. There's nothing to do but podcast. Everyone's racist, racist fairs. Racist fairs. Bunch of Confederate flags. Don't bother me. Bunch of go grabbing, goatee tickling. And anyway, the whole reason we went to the fair was to hear them sing Elvira. Yeah. And we missed it. <laughs> we missed Elvira. I'm sure they sang it more than once. There's no way they just no, sang they, it They once. always do that. They, they do the biggest song. Show some Charlie respect, Daniels, Cassandra Peterson. Charlie Daniels did this when he did Devil Went Down to Horrible. He sang that, he sang that last. Yeah. At least we were there for that. But we were there for, we wanted to see Elvira. Because knew, we knew that the crowd was going to get into it. But we, we missed it completely. Yeah. Will knew, Will, he knew like four of the songs. He was sitting there singing the whole time. Yeah, he's, I was he's, disgusted. Got a, he's got a good mind for that. Yes, he does. This is See, this is a perfect way to weed out friends that you don't need. <laughs> That's why Justin wasn't there. 
Did not get the invite. I can't believe it. Like, we Who, talked about it nonstop. For about well, six yeah, months. you talked about it, and it was amazing that reality didn't hit you in the fucking chops. We had. It's to a it. fucking state fair. I had to do it for the good of the show. But you yeah. did. How much did it cost to get in? Uh, they charged you to be there. Yes, it was. How much was it? It might have been twenty dollars. What the fast fuck that are was, you thinking? It was ten dollars each. And you didn't even get to hear your favorite. My favorite. Maybe I'll treat you a little bit. Elvira. Giddy up. <laughs> I think it was ten dollars each. My heart. And, and the heart. On fire. They actually lost a host. They actually uh, rhyme fire fire with Elvira. Ratings went up. Fire. My heart's on fire. Elvira. Remember? <laughs> it's a pretty good rhyme. Creative. Oh. Sounds good. Fucking Oak Ridge boys. You you help fund their future. And that racist clown that was tormenting everybody. Last last on, time? Hitting on the 12-year-old girls was mm-hmm. not there this year. You said uh, he died. What? You said he died. Well, I have no clue. Somebody said he died on the uh, recordings. Yeah, if it was me, it, I just made it up. Oh. See, I th- he said his son was there and that he had died and he was carrying on the tradition. That was so much more interesting than, y- than what you just said. I don't remember. How do you know? Who's Nobody would ever forget anything they've ever learned about a racist clown. Yeah, but if he wasn't there, I was traumatized. Fucking. It could have been me. I was so mad I couldn't make that call because that, that he wasn't there. So it could not have been me. So I might have been. I might have been in uh, uh, Florida for a wedding. Maybe that's why you didn't. You knew that. That's why you didn't invite me. You think? You I knew I would be out of town. Yes, that, that was why. Okay. We weren't going to waste an invite with you. You know what? You want to know something? You've never seen Justin and the racist clown in the same place. Yeah, same you time. You do look kind of like him. I do own a, uh, one of those red noses. Yeah, do you own a dunking machine? No. <laughs> I but own I, machines. By though. the way, I hit that damn machine four or five times, and he didn't go down. And this kid after, <laughs> this kid after me came up and was like nailing him with fastballs. Still didn't go down. That, that fucking thing was rigged. You're supposed to hit a little button. I know that. We, we all hit it. I hit it four times. That kid like threw like eight balls and hit them all at the same time. Asshole did not go down. <clears throat> and not just that, but he was boring. He was like a really shitty. They had like a twelve-year-old kid doing it. He was saving the so going down be, for later on. But he couldn't be mean saying. though. He was a twelve-year-old kid up there trying to be mean, but he was. He was a little little pussy up there. Yeah. Horrible. Dodged your throws. Fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Well. I hope he dies in infancy. But he wasn't there. Like he couldn't. He wasn't there. Oof. Oak Ridge boys. All right, let's go back to some Star Wars discussion. Uh, Steve Murphy yet again, and uh, still at the Oak Ridge Boys, because I, I can't get away from them. Uh, the problem with this whole thing is uh, they, they played about four songs. I, have, I don't know any of them. I think Will Mason knows them all. The singing one right here, uh, what's the name of the song, Will? Y'all Come Back Saloon, Steve. What? Y'all Come Back Saloon. Well, <laughs> that's it? The Y'all Come Back Saloon is the name of the song. Y'all Come Back to Where? Don't come back to where? You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but this is great, though. I mean, we're having, out here having a good time with the Oak Ridge Boys. That's right. I feel like they we're connecting with them. I feel like it's 1982 all over again. Not bad. See, this song's got like 15 verses. Pretty great. And this is just the first verse. <laughs> all right, I'm getting out of here. You found the peanut just a minute. Yeah. yeah, I think we've ruined this segment right here. I think we have. Right, I apologize to everybody, but you can all fuck off. Uh, hi, uh, 
Chud Podcast. Uh, Will Mason here with Steve Murphy at the North Georgia State Fair. It's insane. We just paid a dollar each to look at a 100-pound rat, and I'm pretty sure it's real. It's moving. Of course it's real. Yeah. Everybody right. getting freaked out by the rat. Um, I think I'm going to pay another dollar to go look at the big snake, which happened to me in kindergarten, too. <laughs> Bye. This is Andrew. I just got conned into paying a dollar for these two assholes. Hey, Sweeney. To let me see a giant rat. Hey, Sweeney, we can have a boxcar treat and a hobo dinner over here. Ooh, boxcar treat and hobo dinner. And we are back. Steve. Yeah. You said you got to you got to see us the, the animal kingdom in its natural habitat up close last week. That's true. But first of all, let me let me state that uh, Justin had invited us to his house about 16 years ago. But then he invited us once. And then we were saying, hey, we'd like to come over to see your house. He's like, ah, oh, well, you know, we're, we're ripping up the carpet, putting down the hardwood floor. We're, we're redoing our roof. Or There's always an excuse. It, we, he would never invite us over to the house after that. Well, we were playing games without you. Probably so. So he finally sent an email out to the most of the group, and he was going to have a movie night. And obviously, you, you must not have known that I was on it. Because I think I was the first one to reply. I'm like, hell yes, we're going to be there. We're gonna see I had talked to you about this several we're gonna times. We're going to see this fucking house. So you don't try to change history, sir. Anyway. So, yes, we, we get to this house, and everybody's there. We're all sitting around eating some great pizza. Mm-hmm. And enjoying Steve, some. Yeah, you're on. a horrible storyteller. <laughs> Hold on now. Panda Bob is about to show up. So we're all sitting around eating some pizza. Yeah, I got some raised pizza for yeah, the very good. party. And uh, your cat, uh, Mr. Mittens, walks in. Wait Sammy. a fucking Sammy. This storytelling sucks. Why? You're not building up any interesting shit. This is there was nothing interesting until the film hit. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Appreciate that one. <laughs> let's, is, let's, let's tell a little of, bit. Let's it's kind of hard Sammy to call it a cat. party. Let's talk about Sammy the Cat a little bit. Yeah. You want me to talk a little bit about him? Yeah, but yeah, you have to tell us about his special powers and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll let Steve tell what happened, but... When we get there, but Sammy is a cat that, that I... Forgive we, me for painting the entire story. Used to live in an apartment... We found him outside. He had co- it was covered in ticks. He was messed up. We brought him to the vet. They yanked the ticks off of him, and they said he was okay. But he he always has kind of been um, a little bit woozy from his experience. I think he was dehydrated. I don't know. So you know you don't. So he was really married know. to George Jefferson. But we nursed him back to health, and he was a, he's like a fine cat. He so you don't really know how old he is. No, I mean he he jumps on he'll he jump on his bed. We have a bed for him. He's very affectionate. Like rubs up against my leg. Loves his food. He's a very cute cat, but he's kind of slow moving. And the freezing time for extended periods. Sometimes he'll just stand by you and just kind of stand by your leg. Maybe watch your ankle. Forever. Forever. And uh, when you pet him, he always licks himself. Like He doesn't know how to reciprocate the affection. So you pet his little, or even touch him. Like let's say he touches his head. Yeah. He just starts licking his front arm. Like his little, like, that's what they call him, I think, arms. What if what if you touch uh, like like his 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 rump? What happens then? Licks his arms. Every no every everything. He he demonstrated it like really? twenty times. Yeah, every time he touched the cat. Nick, that's when Nick decided it was his favorite cat because he liked <laughs> he loved to see that. But what happened? We got some pizza and then maybe I'll let Steve take over. We got some pizza. They came. People started eating it in the family room. Yeah, and in we, the we had a friend of ours sitting on the floor. Yeah, and uh, so Sammy comes in, and in the middle of. In the middle of the, the your carpet, right in the middle, right in the yeah. middle of your carpet, decides to take like this mass, <laughs> this massive shit. That is a horrible story. The way you're telling it. Well, why don't you why don't you redo? Why do you berate me? 
I, I'm just very disappointed with your performance. It's just what it was. Was it was there a very poor voice? Uh, no, I just I just what? think I thought that you did fine. You got to the shit way too quick. But then you yell at me for taking. And you didn't talk you about you. You can let, fuck Nick, off. let Nick take over. See if he can improve. I'm just saying. Let's just let's let's, let's maybe, challenge what, him. Challenge him. Sit behind his little desk over there and piss off. Throw what? down the gauntlet and see if he can improve upon. What made the moment so great? Jesus Christ, I hate that guy over in the corner. <laughs> what made the moment so great? <laughs> you take another drink. This must be a day of the week. <laughs> Hey, is it the day of the week already? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Caesar's sitting there on the floor. I think he was sitting Indian style, which makes it even cuter. And racist. This, I think he's taking his first bite of pizza. And and the cat, the cat is so unassuming. He mm. the, he does not. He's he, he's quiet. He just walks around and freezes. He doesn't do anything. He never. There would never be an act of aggression from the cat. Nope. No. Oh. And. uh he hisses a little bit when he gets scared. Like if you accidentally step on his tail, he'll he, he throws out a hiss. Like, Who would? It's like more like a scream. Who would? Throws out a hit. Hiss like a. Oh man, that's another that's a, like the Cobra tank. Mm, nice. Um, sidetrack bastard. He fucking, he's in the middle of the room and nobody's thinking anything about it. Everybody's Every having casual conversation it. about the day. Do what? Enjoying their time. Yeah, pizza. They're, they're just living life. The cat's like the least of their troubles, and all of a sudden, not only does the cat squat. And unleash. It's gigantic and spiraling. <laughs> what about the color? It was not like it was not your normal brown shit looking color. How would you know? How often do you check out no, Sammy's look, shit? I'm just telling you, it looked it looked uh it was like very pale. It was a little grayish. It was it was, it was beige. It has to do with his food that they have the you know, I think it has to do with the dying the dye in his food. But it, your reaction was the best thing ever because I didn't know what he was doing because he his ass wasn't facing me. I'm sitting there eating my pizza and I hear Justin go, Sammy, oh no. <laughs> Oh no, Sammy! I'm like, what the fuck just happened? They replaced him in Van Halen. <laughs> oh, Sammy! I just, I just kind of give a little bit of a. Uh. Actually, I think you weren't the first person to notice. Well, my wife. I it, think Caesar was. Caesar was the first because it was basically his foot was like half a. But like, yeah, because Sammy was away. almost shitting into his pizza. Let's be honest. I mean, it was close. <laughs> and uh, when someone almost shits into the slice of pizza that you're putting in your mouth, you tend to notice, uh, especially if it's someone less German cat, but. Anyway, so he became, he was a party pooper. He fucking. <laughs> the thing was, though, it was the cat made a massive, a massive pile. And, and it's, <laughs> it was, it was like the cartoon character of poop, like with a little spiraling, little Hershey kiss twist at the top. A little bit of character to it. It was very gorgeous. And, and, and it was just, it was, it was so, it was, it was like the Trojan horse. I didn't, and then my cat winked at me as he walked away from it. <laughs> A little bit of steam. And the great thing was, where did the cat go directly from shitting? To his food. To his food dish to reload. Because <laughs> <laughs> you pointed it out, didn't you? He yeah. doesn't have very many destinations. Uh, he and he. The thing I like about cats is he wasn't even embarrassed. He took a shit in the middle of the room. <laughs> no, like, and he didn't even. He, he didn't even <laughs> blush. Good day. Did you see? You know, I didn't see his face that closely. Was he blushing? He was not. There was not a bashful bone in his. Tiny, Do you his not tiny provide a letter box for Was there any attempt at an apology? Justin doesn't provide just one letter box. He There's provides two, two letter boxes. carpet, apparently. He, what happened to him, let me explain to our listening audience. My, my cat is, is described as he's very, um, he sounds like he wouldn't may, maybe not be very affectionate, but he is, very, he is very affectionate in his own way. And there's never been that many people his way in the house. Shit. <laughs> and I think that he Leaking just himself. didn't want to leave. Like He was excited by the people. 
and he didn't want to leave. He goes, my letterbox is eight feet away. I don't want to walk over there. Might get excited. Maybe this is how you. He maybe got excited by the people, so he took a dump. He looked around the room. He's like, "What? Which of these human beings are the closest to a litter box?" <laughs> maybe this is how you the make Peruvian. friends. That's in his mind. <laughs> like maybe that's how you make friends. Is you you if you can poop in front of somebody, maybe you can share secrets. You know. It was adorable. It was about. It was a meow movement. What? It was a funny day. He pooped. I think it's great. I think. I think. Uh, I think he said what a lot of us were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> about the party <laughs> it's hard to call it a party when you have people over to watch a movie and eat pizza it's not it's a get together to have people over and watch a movie that you know from the start is exclusionary well there was no way in hell I went I, I reread the email and he said can you we want to come over have pizza watch my cat empty itself <laughs> so did you guys have fun at this get together no one I loved it it was a great time haven't received the thank you cards yet it's on this way haven't haven't seen any of those in the mail quite quite I yet. Sent one to Sammy. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you for shitting near me. He took it. It was early on in the in the get together's uh, history too. He he took a shit. He didn't wait. He he went right to it. Yeah, it was as, like as soon as everybody had their food and was sitting down, he's like, all right. How many times has he shit in front of in like in the house out of a litter box since you've had him? Well, he does it every once in a while. Oh, okay, okay. Because that would have been great if that was the only time. Sometimes we have to. Because what happens is, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's that carpet that's kind of sand colored. That's right. not carpet. It's it's like a rug. It's right. like a mat. And he think he must think that's a huge litter box. Like it must, and he must have been like, why is this Caesar person in my litter box, my huge fucking Olympic sized pool litter box? Did you ever think about getting rid of it? The mat? Yeah. Well, I think after a certain amount more poops. Well, not only that, I mean, the cats have heightened abilities. I don't think that's it. Cats are fucking supercharged. They know shit. Yeah. They know how to react. They know he, rarely, to f- he rarely will pee outside the litter box, which which is that'd be worse. Poop's easier to clean up than the cat peep. Cat pee. Can I get a witness? <laughs> Come on, guys. No. You know what Caesar I'm was a about. witness. Caesar saw that thing coming out. Yeah. I just did. saw the aftermath. It's I like didn't a, see it spiraling out of, it's like a yogurt, out of the, the Sammy hole. It's like a yogurt machine. It's fancy. <laughs> no. It's like, it's like, like when you used to put the the play doh through the little uh, the, the spinning thing with the, the handle. It would make like different shapes coming out on the other side. That's probably what it looked like. They make those for poop. No, I think I did it in the uh, I'm on the unshud. Poop shape your poop. Poop through a why never read the site. Yeah. So that's that. And then the party we watched a movie called Inside a French Horror Film that you were uh, that you enjoyed. I I. Uh, I feel bad about it, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. It had some great performances. Yes, it did. The music was okay, but it got extremely annoying at times. Some of the music you didn't like. Yeah, no, didn't. it's a it's a very gory film, but it's very well done. Nick watched about half of it and had to leave. It's probably the goriest film I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it was very but, but gory. Good gore. I'm talking about like well done gore. A lot of practical. Uh, not not silly like trauma gore yeah. or. There was there was some CGI in it that was a little bit. Uh, it didn't look great, but there's only two of those scenes. But they usually do the practical stuff, and it looked it looks pretty excellent. Yeah. I thought well, the goriest movie I've seen it's called Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> God damn it! Um, it had the most gore. <laughs> a lot of charts in it. So, in, so we were watching it, and what happened was Nick watched about half of it and left, and then there's about four of us that remained to watch it. 
literally right and after we were all, we left. And I had seen it before, but we were all pretty much yelling at the screen. Yeah, it was Actually, pretty gory. Uh, my wife said that they you, they could hear us from yeah. down there because because uh, some of the party uh, get together goers did not come to watch the film. All the women stayed upstairs. The ladies did not. Yeah. This is not a woman. Like no woman should ever see this film. Well, that's not true. That is very true. Well, a woman that hates birth. It's a pre- it's pregnancy horror. Yeah, it's it's that's pretty brutal though. I I really do think it is the goriest, like good gore, like well done gore. Mm-hmm. It's by far the goriest I've ever seen. I mean, the guinea pig films don't count because it's all silliness, except for the first one, the yeah. Devil's Experiment. But the other stuff, it's, it's all silly. And the Toma yeah. stuff is very gory, but it's silly. This Dead is, Alive is much gorier. Can't can't not it can't be. But it's silly. It's over the top though, and this is not. This is very realistic. Well, it's this this movie is over the top in a way. I mean, it's like there's unbelievable stuff happens, but it's still it's it's still the the act the acting is so good. I think that it it's and it takes itself seriously. It just plays with it within its yeah, framework. But in this know? film, though, no one like takes a complete beating and and keeps getting up and coming after. And well, they, they, could, no, they don't really. She gets the the main character gets. They yeah they both get terrorized. they both get kind of destroyed. She gets terrorized, you know, she gets stabbed here and there. But it still but works, not... I think. It, and and uh, I re- I really would recommend it to uh, horror fans. I think I don't know. I know that people on Chud were talking about it. I don't know if people have watched it, but it's uh it's called Inside. And uh, if if you're a horror fan, if you're you a horror fan, you should see it. You it's, have it's, to see it. It's, it's basically it's about a woman who uh, husband died. In, she's pregnant. Husband dies in a car wreck. Yep, and she's in the re- car as well. And but she, she and her baby that's not born yet, survived. And so this, this fa- fast forward to like four months later, she's uh, very depressed, very pregnant, gonna go to the hospital the next day to deliver the baby. They're gonna, I think they're gonna induce labor. Yeah. And um, the night next before day. she goes in, this woman comes to her house to basically rip the baby out that's of her. That's where some of the creepy stuff in the film. I mean, At the beginning, extremely yeah. creepy. Some some very good shots. You know. They kind of mimicked Halloween in one scene where you could see her in the background and her face like slowly uh, would be exposed in the in the darkness, mm-hmm. like Michael Myers would. Exactly, it was very much like a Halloween. But it was type. it was so well done, and, yeah. and I like that kind of stuff. I do too. I like. I the, thought there was a lot of really pretty interesting shots in this, and I, we we kept talking about how when you they did it, the whole movie is in a house basically. There's there's a couple of stuff uh, at a hospital, a couple scenes in the hospital right, in a park. Ninety percent in the house. But that must have been the gory, like the most just blood drenched set. set. Yeah. I mean, just ridiculous. Like, they had it been like, God, I don't want to clean this up, you know? My God. But anyway, it was it's worth seeing, I think. And the behind-the-scenes stuff is great. And Nick even liked it for the first half, and then he had yeah, to leave. Yeah, but he, yeah, he had, recommends the first half, at least. I, I, had, I had everybody tell me what happened. What happened, yeah. Because I was interested in what, what happened. But this kind of movie, I don't, I'm not a huge Gore fan either, but uh, I, do I, like, I do like Al Gore. But I like the, the first half. Not a huge. I like the first half psychologically, mm-hmm. horror-wise, it better. I mean, the last half is another Gore. But it, you know, it's like fun. a it's like a carnival of blood, basically. It's, but it, yeah. but I, the first half is very creepy. But the performances hold together, I think, and it's great performance. I I really like it. It's just, it's just that uh, it's it's almost hard to recommend because we were sitting there. You just were like, oh my, you know, god damn it, it was yeah. so gross. You and know? it's most of it's not fast, like it's not fast, yeah. uh, like fast shocks. It's like slowly done, like yeah, we're bru- never a like, lot of brutality stabbed or whatnot. It's slowly done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. There's not a whole lot of. Uh, it's mostly stabbing weapons, and at one, the one point they 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 use a gun. It's pretty fucking gross. Would you classify it as torture porn? <laughs> no, no, I don't no you can't. Would. It's it's hard to like you know someone. We were talking about Hostel afterwards, which I, a movie I like, obviously, but um, 
it's a lot different than that. I mean, it's it's really about it is really about. I think it's it's more psychological. Yeah, there's you know, but there's this thing, this late resurgence in in like really painful violence as opposed to cool violence. Like the ruins was very hard. Some of the violence yeah. was so hard to. This watch. would be more painful violence, yeah. I guess. It, it yeah. is painful. But and I don't, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I call it torture. as a horror fan, I mean, like I personally. I appreciate that more than I like it. Yeah, and I and and I agree with you, kind of too. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't like to watch it that much, but this is a different story. This movie, I bought this movie. It's like I just was very impressed with it, and I'd like to see what these guys. They were they were tapped to do the Hellraiser movie, um, the remake, which I still like Hellraiser a lot, the original. But um, although I, they're I like, off that project now, they're not doing it. They're young. There's there's two young guys, I think, friends that. Um, yeah, but they're French. They're French. But there's there's been some okay French horror films I guess lately. There's that movie They that's kind of like The Strangers. And... Don't mention High Tension. Ugh. Is that French? It is French. Isn't it, it is. Hard? I don't. I did not like it. It had some style to it. Though. Like one good scene. I just didn't. This is this was kind of similar to that. Like except it works. Like the I don't there's think there's High Tension bullshit. I think High it does. Tension doesn't work. Yeah. I think this does work very well. Didn't you say that that's Johnny Depp's wife's sister? Yeah, but who gives a fuck? Vanessa Paradis, I think, I, is Johnny Depp's wife. It's a, yeah, it's her. She sister. was very good in it. She was, she was she very was a good. pregnant girl. Yes, very very good. I thought she was very good. Now, like in the in the the villain is played by uh, Beatrice Dow, I think is how you say it. She was a '80s kind of French icon actress. I think she's she, she was very very pretty back in the day. She's very creepy in this one. Yeah, she got like pointed Vulcan ears. Yeah, almost. Surprised that didn't make that's it hard. Movie, that's it a movie did. too. If you watch it to watch the, watch the documentary they have on the making of it, because it's a lot of fun. I think it is what we saw. A very good documentary. Yeah, and it's in the King's English. No, no subtitles. It's in the King subtitles. Uh, but yeah, it's recommend. That's, we're actually talking about. We should. Get, we gotta get back to Star Wars. What yeah, I was trying to think. Ah, it's about time though, because there's a rebel meet massing their massing their cellos. Rebel meet. <laughs> <laughs> It's Andrew again. I'm uh, wandering through the Midway looking for Steve and Will and Caesar and Gretchen and Carrie, who are looking for the racist clown who sits in the drunk tank. And we're coming up. Oh, dear. I think we found it. Greg Evigan? We're back. My two dads. We're, we've returned. We should talk about Greg Evigan. No. No. Or Dr. His daughter. Anderson. I used to like My Two Dads. Yeah, I like I like that show, too. Giovanni Ribisi, early early uh, role Played, for him. What's her face's boyfriend? The girl's. Yeah, boyfriend? I think her boyfriend, or at least the love interest, or she was. Well, he was you know who her. also showed up on that show? Davy Jones from the Monkees. Did he? Yeah, he was on one of the episodes. He was like this big pop star. It's like her favorite pop star, and she was all overjoyed to see it. Gotta hate Davy Jones. Look at Davy Jones, and she was taller than him. Well, I mean, it's not much of a. Davy was reach, too good for an E, wasn't he? Freaking, it was a great show. Although I remember next to nothing about it. I don't remember. There is the no way song. that show was good. Uh, I don't know. I, I liked I had like a big time crush on her though. Who? The girl. I yeah, she was name. cute. She she showed up in that Suzanne Summer shows. <laughs> no. The Suzanne Summer show later. Uh I can't remember. This is the She's worst the sheriff. Probably the worst sitcom of all time. She's the sheriff. No, it was that one with Patrick Duffy. God, I I wish we it's so dumb. I know not yeah, it's not evening shade. It's that's Burt Reynolds. It's something terrible. It's something like that. I know what you mean. But they they had I watched a when I was in Vegas I watched I don't know why I watched this I think it was Vegas I watched it at one of those episodes in the hotel room and my two dads no it was the one the Suzanne Summer show that that girl was on why were they showing because it's like syndicated they had it on for it was on for like nine years and uh, one of the premise was they got an answering machine because it's old so the premise is that kind of old they got an answering machine finally right um, and it's probably enormous 
And but what the best was that once you listen to that, this is because this is something happened. A missed message happened. This guy, the guy Patrick Duffy's client, was calling about a job. Once you listen to the message, it erases. You know oh, what I'm saying? So that I the did. person didn't write it down, it's gone. So they had like the worst design fictional answer machine ever for a sitcom uh, shenanigans. Jesus. I'll never forget it. Well, apparently you haven't. Which answer machine should we buy? The one that doesn't erase, automatically erase messages or the one that does? You can only record one message. <laughs> at the, end of, that, at the you... end of the episode, Patrick Duffy is riding a wrecking ball. That's what happens when you try to call the man from Atlanta. Not kidding you. That show is fucking great. I can't believe you. I can't you know, believe you. I, I, I can see the title, but I, I, I can't. I can't really. Like I know what you mean. God, I've seen that show. I'll remember it. Maybe uh, it's probably not a good thing though. If you do, it takes. It takes two. No. That sounds familiar too. That's a also Greg Evigan though. Family like, shenanigans. Did you ever watch Tech War? No. No, I didn't either, really. Is that Alpha Shatner's? It's Bill Shatner, yeah. No. Yep. No, he wrote it, but he wasn't in it. Yes, he was. He was in it. Jesus Christ. Bill Shatner was like the guy who would send uh, Greg Evigan out on missions, for the most part. Hey, he wrote kidding those, me? Uh, he wrote those books in between uh, Star Trek 3 and 5. Yeah, so? I'm just telling you. How are those books? I had never read them. Spelled tech wrong. Although they were like wildly popular, think he was ca- of- you think he was capitalizing on anything when he did those? Step by step. Yep, Maybe. that's it. Step by step. Step by step. Wow. You know how she was rewarded? How? Cancer. Susan Summers. Right after that, she got. What did she have? Cancer. She didn't have cancer. She had cancer right after that. What? Breast cancer. What kind? Really? No, no, the. She also uh, did, what was the, the camera? What was the workout thing she had? Like the the leg press, fucking to the old thigh master. <laughs> wasn't fu- <laughs> the thigh master? I'm sure it wasn't fucking to the oldies. <laughs> the thigh master. Uh-huh. All right, but I like fucking to the oldies better. Mm. <laughs> fucking to the oldies, no less. Like what oldies would you fuck to? A lot of them. All of them. <laughs> Soundtrack to my nightmares. Suzanne Summers. There is a no. There is a star, a Star Wars connection with her, though. Director of the Mummy. No, the Star Wars connection is she was in American Graffiti. Cyclops. No. Am I getting closer? She was in American Graffiti. Oh, that show Ree's Company. <laughs> another, an, yet another Ree's joke. <laughs> I'm so tired, tired of fucking Ree's. Suzanne Summer, she used to be in the police. Yes, uh, the police were in her. I'm sure she got pulled over. <laughs> Isn't that what ET eight reads pieces? What it's are you not. talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. It's be an inside joke. Inside. She was on. She's the sheriff, but she wasn't on Who's the Boss. That's irony. Back there we go. You got it back. What what were some of the other bounty hunters on in the Star Wars? Because there uh, there was like what nine, eight or nine? IG eighty eight, Bosk. Who else? Dengar, Zookus. Who are some of the un Forlom. The unheralded, the kind of unsung bounty hunters that you Actually, didn't see? I think see? we named them all. 
The ones that the ones that didn't get. Oh, like the ones, the ones that, that, that cut out. Popular? Yeah. Secret Whip Pistol Pops. <laughs> Secret Whip Pistol Pops. I had that toy. You can't say his name and start laughing because of his tragic end. That's not fair. <laughs> Secret whip pistol pop. <clears throat> that was a hell of a toy. Poor Very guy. Rare, hard to get. Who else? He wasn't the only one. There was like a ton of those guys. That this kind of the the, the third string bounty hunters that, that weren't in that lineup. Just I mean, like in the first film alone, there was like ten. Yeah. Sheet metal Ronnie. <laughs> He was no good. Right. My, there's my favorite. Which one? Brian. <laughs> Remember him? He's the one that beat you with like a tub of lard, right? Mm-hmm. Who was that one that would fake his death, but then he really died? Is he ever going to join us? <laughs> what was his name? I don't remember. I think it was Dr. Inferno or something. There's no telling. I actually don't remember him. I don't remember that guy. I can never, find him, pretty, in, I can never pre- find him in the stores. Only his, his uh, empty toy box. No, that was a different bounty hunter, empty toy box. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorites is the unique chef. Really? You remember him? I do. I, he went to the cantina. Yeah. Well, he didn't cook though. That's what the irony was. He, he just, was. He just shaved sideburns. He was. He was Boba Fett's cousin. <clears throat> Surprised me get to see him unique as a chef. boy. <laughs> yeah. Family reunion was 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 great. He was always was, slave one over hot stove because it was. Fucking <laughs> 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 unique chef. <laughs> what happened to him? What didn't happen to him? Yeah, stories are legend. Did he meet up with Doctor Inferno? I would be surprised. He met up with him. Yeah, they all kind of the up same up. line of work. Well, bounty know? hunters are too busy barbecuing; they don't ever get anything done. <laughs> at least, at least this lot. That's why they have so many robot bounty hunters these days. They don't like food. I like the remember the one guy that that uh his name was uh, Bounty Hunter. Remember remember the bounty hunter named Bounty Hunter? Remember him? Was he a bounty hunter? <laughs> yeah. I think he was a medic. He uh was didn't, wrong. he didn't have the cool name. But he uh yeah, he kinda took that. This is the bounty hunter. This is the famous bounty <laughs> This is the famous bounty hunter bounty hunter. Remember that? Then everybody saw his card and thought it was a typo. Like, thought someone fucked up. Yeah, but then they realized the typo was over in the different galaxy. <laughs> Overrated. I just remember that they had all these badass bounty hunters, and they fucked up all the time. They they did, All they did, though, besides Boba Fett, all they did was... Look tough. They just stood there, right? They didn't really... They, it's almost like they got an assignment, and then they didn't do it. 
Well, you didn't see them in action. Yeah. They stood there, and one of them gargled and snarled at a, an imperial officer. Bosk? Yeah. That is... It was, yeah, it was Bosk. I think it was his assistant manager. Who was that? It wasn't the Bosk. <laughs> He's playing the Super Bowl, isn't he? So, they, yeah, they, they just yeah, didn't do much. <laughs> I always liked the, the <laughs> action figures... Like IG88 was always my. I love that action figure. You shouldn't bring him up around here. What? And for what he became in later in life, Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. That's in a story. I knew. I knew that. I know that from you guys. That's not in real life. That. You told me it. I never before. told you that. Steve We've talked about it before. Probably on this, know that. this very same show. Like an alcohol. Describe IG88. Uh, Tall and skinny audience. with a pointy head. No, his personality. Oh, uh, he likes he likes daisies. He's a. Congenial chat. He, he does photo albums in his spare time. He has pressings. What well. do they call those? Photo albums? Like, what, uh, uh, scrapbook. Scrapbook. He has yeah. a scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. Big time. I didn't know that about Spends him. Spends a lot of time at Michael's. Like yeah. some coins. Yeah. Like, uh, does he collect coins? Yeah, he does. He's a rebel. He's writing a book. He's writing a book about his troubles. Travels around in the he, shuttle Tidarian. He's like, it's hard being a bounty hunter with a claw. Yeah. It's hard to hold guns. Very disappointed in himself. It's like misunderstood. IG is one of the great misunderstood Star Wars characters. Yeah. Never liked Moff J. Jared. Never liked him. IG eighty eight, that is. I liked him all right. Yeah, also allergic to arms. IG eighty eight. That was a great tiny ones, like like little Well he wasn't allergic to his robot arms. He was allergic to flesh arms. Yeah. He was pretty crap. No, I did like IG88. Like I like the way he looked until, he, but then you realize how 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 useless he is. IG88, IG-88. He had like one blinking red dot and, and like a, a tiny white dot. You know what? You want to fucked up? Look how lame he is, and then wonder if there were eighty-seven worse models. Not lame. Why do we keep saying he's lame? He's skinny. His legs don't bend. He's got no hands. He's got he's claws. An assassin droid. Show me any legs that bend in the old Star Wars figures. None. No, None. I mean the car- the real dude. His legs don't. Pay. How do you know? He was in it for three seconds. I interviewed him for Creature Corner. Oh. Fucking. I wonder what IGA 42 looked like. I have an idea. What? <laughs> like, probably look like IG 88. I bet you IG 42 was a fucking a trash can with eyes. You have a hat? Oh, I hope so. Oh, so he's R2? <laughs> that's right. I, that's right. I fucking ripped R2. <laughs> fucking trash can with eyes, motherfucking. Garbage pail. No, now you you're a... talking about old Bob. How do you get a hat that, that would fit IG88? I mean, not... that'd be great if they it makes if no they, sense. If they did like a cut of Star Wars, where it was just a character walking through ripping everybody, like just walking through, like they, you know, fucking garbage pail with eyes. C3P, no, like that. You know, like... <laughs> so why don't you have some more heroin, Carrie Fisher? <laughs> yeah. Tell Mark Hamill to get in more car crashes. Yeah, you ought to drive more, Mark. Yeah, like, oh, did Obi Wan die? Hmm. Oh, oh, he's too bad. Oh, he's a sack of clothes now. Han, you better enjoy Force Ten from Navarone. See, that's breaking the third wall. Why? In the second wall, from the thirteenth floor. And then what if, like, then they'd be, you know, that guy's ripping everything, and then R two just comes in the middle of all, like, the room and just takes a huge shit. <laughs> That'd be like this, a great director's cut of this movie. Oh, she shat holograms R2. out. 
Not again. <laughs> no. OR2. Shat holograms out? Like the, like <laughs> like the famous, famous pr- uh, yeah, projected hologram of poop. Yep. He just kind of bent over. I saw part of a poop earlier. I think I have it. Yeah, we have sunk fucking low. <laughs> we have jumped fucking the shark. <laughs> this is low. Low. Which uh, came from Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> This is Andrew again. Jesus could be in the haunted house. Um, apparently, the racist clown has passed away. Uh, anyway, his nine-year-old kid is in the drunk tank or the dunk tank, rather. Uh, Steve's bitching and pissing and moaning because he says he hit the red dot three times and the guy never went down. You know, the story of his life. Anyway, that's how that happens. He's uh, he's very distraught. We are back, and and I'm really upset that no movie websites have caught on to the fact that one of Hollywood's major players is back in in the mix after a long hiatus from theatrical cinema. I think we're talking about Kirk Cameron, Fireproof. Speaking of cat shit. How about that trailer, though? Like, nine minutes long. Really? Yes. That movie, uh, Fireproof, that maybe people don't know it, but it's a... A Christian film that came out this past weekend and made, I think it was like number four in the box office. It made six million. He's in a Christian film? No way. But, I mean, I think that's, it was a theatrical release about a man who uh, is having marital troubles, is mean to his wife, and is a fireman, and goes to his dad for advice. And his dad said, reinvest yourself, follow these steps, reinvest yourself in your marriage, learn to love your wife. Um, Go with God, that kind of stuff. He also hates the fact that the film looks extremely digital. Well, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure they didn't spend a lot of money on it. He else says, Kirk Hammond, reinvest your savings. Now, the big the big uh, story that came up about this movie was that Kirk Cameron, uh, he used to be on Growing Pains, and is now a kind of a preacher, you know, slash actor. You know, born again, whatever. He's a wandering minister. He had made a commitment to his wife that he would never kiss another woman. And so the movie called for a kiss. Have you heard the story? No, but it said he comes all over her face. The movie called for a kiss, and so they brought in his wife, dressed her in his wife's... You know, like his, his wife in real life is not the wife in the movie. So they dressed her up as the wife in the movie, kind of did like a darkened room effect, and then they kissed. So he kissed his actual wife. That was She was, she was acting... Pretending to be the actress that played his wife. When, how come they just did not have a, a stunt Kirk? I don't know. You're right. They should. They could have gone that way. Could have been simpler. But you can't. No. Maybe his silhouette is harder to. Uh, Blood simple. His silhouette is harder to recreate. You know, because he's got that Cameron profile, the famous Kirk Cameron profile. That the you, Kirk Cameron hair. Yeah, you can't. The tightly cut curly <sighs> back. Let me get this out of the way um, before we move on or get further into this. He's the worst fucking human being. <laughs> ever he is a fucking piece of shit you have no reason to hate him he sucks he's never dude. done anything to you he's such a you just hate his beliefs you don't I, hate know, I know he ain't I kissed him you hate. i know he ain't kissed him <laughs> i do hate his beliefs but i hate him more why he, he was never great to start with so it's not like he was amazing don't stick up for him this. don't stick up for him i know you, it's not like you, he was amazing first don't stick up for him there's <laughs> no you can't you can't stick up for him your hatred for him is irrational how it doesn't make any sense. That's why he He's sucks. Always crap. <laughs> he was always, always crap. There's no reason. But to now hate he's him. like fucking welded himself onto this 
fucking. He's the same as he's always been. Tragic, like, pre- yeah. pretend religion. The same as he's always been. He's, We're not talking about like De Niro, like fucking Hollywood, like kind of like you know, like that kind of internet, like the way of God type shit. Come on, Steve. I don't, I don't like the fact Ugh. that that uh, I'm not defending. I'm defending. I, I'm. You're saying that there hatred. was no dissent. No, there was no dissent. Yeah. It was a straight line you're of true. shitness. You're true. You're just, I don't like the fact that they have this uh, fucking. They have this this segue to theatrical film. If you if you if it, like the church, film. I didn't realize it was a Christian film. Oh, totally. I didn't know that. I just thought it was. Goddamn, you got a movie that actually. <laughs> That actually is worth theatrical release, but no, no, it's totally he doesn't. He, the machine. he only works within the kind of the Christian like anti Hollywood. Like I thought you're, Hollywood's evil. You know, we're gonna restore family values. He's not an actor. An actor has thing. to. The whole point of being an actress, they can kiss other people's wives all the time. Mm-hmm. There is that. He uh, maybe sometimes put it in them. Yeah, fuck yeah. But he's the worst. But Steve's right. I mean, the descent was no reason for you to, to really hate him. You could just dismiss him. You don't hate him. I can't say anybody that pushes that kind. Was of he in Family show, Ties? Was I'd, that I'd his rather, show? What was no? What was the show called? Fam, uh, growing, growing pains. Growing pains. Growing pains. Right. With Alan. You Thick. know, I I just never God, liked that. So. Like I never liked that kind of like you know push your religion onto. Well, then ignore else. him. You just turn the channel. How do you ignore him? You don't. I don't ever see him on television pushing his shit. You, I don't ever see that. You don't go to the right channels or the right. Websites. If I do, if I come across anybody who's pushing something on me that I don't want, mm-hmm. I just go right by him. That's what I do too. But I know it's out there. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that he doesn't kiss other people's wives, or put it in them. Yeah, I mean, fuck that. I mean, I don't. I don't like the fact that he his sucks. We can all agree, right? Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's a horrible I, I, he's man. The worst. Yeah, right. but it's not like he's, he's never done anything good ever. Agreed. He was never great. What what mm-hmm. theatrical shit did he do after his Maybe that movie with the that parlay parent switcheroo movie? Dudley Listen, Moore. He right? also did Listen to Me, like Father, like Son. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I same years, vice versa. I used, and eighteen again. Oh, I think it, vice versa was Judge Reinhold. I don't think that was him. And Fred Savage. That was the same yeah. year. Oh, yeah. It was close. I used to like Kirk Cameron on Growing Pains for a little bit. Fuck that show. It's horrible. I never liked it. I never liked it. I hate, I hate Alan Thicke. Because he has an E on the end of it. No, and I hate His it son's he, a musician. He, he used to have a horrible TV show called Thick of the Night. Yeah, his son's a musician, though. It's almost as bad as Alan Havey's show. Danny Thick. It's something thick. I can't remember. Robin Thick. Robin Thick. Yeah. I'm tuned as pimping some guy. The son. That's the son. He used dies. to just go by Thick. Stupid. And uh, one time, this this guy I know came back from Australia. <clears throat> I'm related to him, and he said, uh, "He said, oh man, I listen to some great music over there, man." He's like, "Thike." <laughs> he started calling him Thike, and I was like, "You mean Alan Thick's son?" And his son? favorite actor was uh, Kurt. His name is Thick. It's fucking pronounced like, Thick, and I, like made him, I made him say it. I made him, I say said I said say Thick. He's like, "You talking about Thike?" We got this huge. Fight and I shattered his. Uh, so now, I shattered all the what days of the week does he come and do your lawn mowing? Huh? What days of the week does he mow your yard? Like. Anyway, uh, it sounds so, better that way. So they they really pushed the the the, the they really pushed the churches had bought the reason that this movie is such a hit. I think churches bought um, tickets in mass, like they, yeah, for no their, pun for intended, their, yeah, for their but their for their flock, for their, yeah. Um, they had an agenda to push this movie up to the top of the Hollywood heap. They got to number four, I think. Well, I mean, Tyler Perry's out there, so you can't... That doesn't bother me, though. They, they got, don't have they, to go see the they pushed. Thing. They pushed it to... They got They got it. They they, they, they jerry-rigged the system. They they didn't get it to number one, but they got it to four. It doesn't really matter. So They the jury-juiced the system. Congratulations, all you people, for spending money um, for, for supporting Kirk Cameron's uh, 
It just means he's going to make more. Failure of a fucking film. Oh, well. I didn't see it, though. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> it looks good. Wait, the premise is that, okay. He's a firefighter. You sold the, this is a plot. It sounds like act one. Uh, the, the guy's needs, his, he's, he's having issues with his home. He's mm -hmm. a fireman. His father says, fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else happened? Well, no, I think that he's also into, he's into like internet porn and gambling. They actually go there in this film. Like he likes, and the porn site that he probably goes to is like women in bikinis. You know what I'm saying? With like towels draped around their It's waist. guys kissing other people's wives. Yeah. But I like, actually that's the one reason you need to see it is how, how would, how do you think that they recreate his, his like, his like internet porn experience? Cause you know, he's not masturbating it's actually it. here's how they do it he goes to a website and he sees two strangers buying prophylactics near each other yeah there's gotta be something and then say hey let's hook up later it's like a picture of like some pretty woman she's like in a field somewhere maybe she's wearing like a dress and that's probably how they're representing internet porn and then he either that or they go they go the mouse a little harder you know what maybe I'm saying? They, or that they go the other way and it's like um it's 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 a young it's like a like a, they have a three year old girl walk into a room and there's a guy with a saw blade, and he cuts her fucking uterus out and fucks it. <laughs> Did you see inside? <laughs> and Steve, I, I hope you don't think that I hate like to me it's not I'm not ripping I although I'm ripping religion. It doesn't matter to me. I, I don't like I don't have any problems with people that I don't have any problems that people believe stuff. It's not religion, like, the Halo character. I just don't like fucking Kirk Cameron and his bullshit. Yeah, but here's my thing, though. If you see somebody pushing something that you don't want, you just turn away from it. Mm -hmm. That's, That's the true. whole argument with like violence on TV. Mm -hmm. Parents are always complaining. Oh, I see your point. I, I saw somebody pushing their grandmother in a wheelchair. I wanted same, nothing to do with it. It's the same. That kind of agenda, though, is I hate I fucking hate it. <laughs> okay, I well, to... Some people hate like the violence on TV. They just switch away, or they don't. They watch it. In this country, it's hard, it's hard to switch no, away. No, they complain about it. Oh, it's not. You just turn it off. Mucks up the government. Kirk Cameron fucking ruined this country. <laughs> he reason. did. He did. That kind of idea, that kind of ideology. See, none of the, none of nothing like this bothers me. You know what's weird? It's like I went to a cross-dressing show with a couple of directors. Now you wouldn't go to that movie, right? No, no, I wouldn't. I mean, you're not, you're a fairly religious man. Yeah, but I would know. But you wouldn't go to that terrible. movie, right? You know who I don't I like? Know. Is Skirt Cameron. I don't and like he, seeing that guy way, dressed up. His way of that way of the Lord type shit. No, I, I don't really care for that either. Yeah, so the, the you're not on the same page. If someone wants to to believe that, they'll come. They'll come to that. Religion. Like they'll they'll mm -hmm. come on it. They'll come to it. You don't have to push them into or it. Or get brainwashed into it, yeah. I agree with you. There's brainwashing. Mm. Well, I mean, I, and that's not true. There's brainwashing every religion. That's Sometimes. They get you at an early age. If someone is like really wants to know, they'll they'll come to you. You don't need to go out and push them around. I yeah. was a member of Clorox Mind, and there was a shitload <laughs> of brainwashing. I like the Mr. Clean. Now, Jesus, what movie do you think he watched this weekend? Because you know it wasn't fireproof. He probably watched them all. He, what, he, he didn't watch Passion of the Christ, because that shit's downer for just him. Just because he's... Omnipresent doesn't mean thing. he's watching fire, Fireproof. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think? He's probably watching. He's probably watching Firestorm because God's a huge Howie Long you know fan. Eagle Eye. He's more than likely watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because it came out on Tuesday. It's, it's Comes out October 14th. Oh, somebody got it early. <laughs> yeah, he's Jesus. <laughs> maybe, maybe he does have long hair over here and a beard. Eagle Eye. There's no way in hell I'd see that film. Eagle Eye? No, Fireproof. Yeah. What about Eagle Eye, though? We didn't see that either. Really... Why are we even watching having a podcast? Because we didn't see Eagle Eye. We didn't see anything. But Choke yeah. is playing and Eagle Eye is playing, and we haven't seen him. 
We I, suck. I, I did see kindergarten. Cop I tried to go to the either movie with you the other night. I know. You canceled on me. Oh, I, I was waiting for my wife cop. to get goddamn gas. Hmm? I saw that. Which one? Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I saw that too. Well, everybody's seen Kindergarten Cop, but it's not worth talking about. Yeah, but I, mean, I saw it over the weekend. Who gives a shit? I mean, I didn't see Eagle Eye. How's so. it hold up? How's Kindergarten Cop hold I, up? I must admit, though, it's not terrible. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> being like, I, I completely was against this. My wife was like, oh, we got to watch it. like, fuck you. I, I slapped around a little bit. Steven. And then we watched it, and I was like... Sounds like the plot of Fireproof. <laughs> Sorry. I went to some internet porn for about two days. <laughs> he went to the shake. I, ha- he went to the shake. He went to the terrible. shake hands it's, it's, bus. It isn't terrible. It's almost it's, worth seeing fireproof. It's almost worth going to see it to see how they represent internet porn. Why don't you, you go do to see that? It, but wear pagan masks as we buy our tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how, just seriously, how do you think? How do you think they represent it? I mean, I just, I'd love to see it. It's probably like people like jerking each other off. He probably goes to like CNN.com instead of Fox or something. Like 3D jizz coming out the screen. I know it's bad for me. He's you know like they don't tearing show up his they groin. Don't, they don't show anything. They just show him clicking, and it'll be a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Is what it'll be. Then he's like throwing away some soiled, some, some Kleenex in the garbage. Right. Think they'd go that far? They wouldn't. Or, uh, they wouldn't, Steve. Or like the wife like notices the bills and she sees the name on it. And she confronts him about it. They're not going to show anything. Just, they'll go. Around. Although I would like to see Kurt Cameron masturbating. Um, I have to admit. Oh wait, <laughs> let me just look at his fucking IMDb page. Really so his him. whole life is masturbation. It's fucking all he does. This is completely insane. He's masturbation this much. He's masturbation in human form. There are other people out there that you should hate. He's not one of them. I got some he's, math for you guys. He he is one of them. Kirk Cameron so is to Justin as arms are to Senor Puffin steaks. <laughs> his name, my friend. That's the other bounty hunter. Is is, is Senor Dippin' Sticks. <laughs> Yeah. All right, this is Steve Murphy from uh, the horrible North Georgia Fair. The only reason we came here in the first place was to hear the Oak Ridge Boys sing Elvira, and we, uh, <laughs> we probably missed it. We, got, we definitely missed it. But we got fed up with them singing the same crap. It was not crap. And a couple making out. Who? Yeah, a couple making out. I got, that's right, it was a couple making out to some nondescript Oak Ridge Boys tune. The thing is, descript Oak Ridge Boys Indeed. That was their song. For a non-racist clown. We missed it for the non-damn it. We didn't find for the non-racist clown. We did find out that racism is still alive and well, thanks to Steve Murphy. So everything's all right. No problem. And we are back. And finally, folks, the moment you've been waiting for. We're going to talk about some shit, some scoops, some stuff people aren't used to really hearing on this podcast. Usually, it's just silly shit. It's a new segment. The new scoop segment. I got. I heard from a birdie. A little birdie told me something. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting shit. Uh, it would change the way uh, I think a lot of us think about certain things about the film business. Getting goosebumps a little bit. Yep. Truth and f- you know, truth and fiction, basically, like stuff that you thought was a certain way and it isn't. Okay. Found something weird out. Okay. Well, sixteen years. Sixteen years. That's how long it takes to digest in the sarlacc. <laughs> I, I thought it was a thousand years. Sixteen fucking years, and you're done. No, why do you say that? Is that you're of biodegraded. The... And why would you say that? I just, uh, I mean, some research was done. A lot of it's hearsay. It's like one of those things where the story kind of grows with each pat, which he's telling. So do you By think... By the time it got to 3PO, blown way out of proportion. Maybe so, though. Maybe he was like false translating, because Java was telling him, like, as you'll be slowly digested over 16 years, but 3PO said, ah, fuck that, that's terrible. You're slowly digested over a thousand years. Maybe it, 3PO... 
misinterpreted it on I, purpose. But robots don't make mistakes. People do. Yeah, but of course, he was, was built by the dumbest was, kid in town. Right, I was going to say, he was built by him, given his own, you know, his own free will, so he could do whatever he wants. So there's a bunch of, you know, because I was worried about, I was worried about the, just the physical aspect of it. A lot of people fell into that bitch's mouth. It'd be crowded in there for a thousand years. And you expect bitches to fall in there you more. Know you know what's funny? And that there was like in the mouth, they were all in there. They were all in there like writhing around. There's like a thousand, like a thousand of them that are in there waiting to be digested. And then my cat walked in and took a shit in the middle of them. <laughs> a lot of quarren fell in there. Didn't they? Yeah. A whole lot of quarren fell in that little hole. One of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. Um, here's the thing is that I wouldn't be anywhere near that thing. Would you? I mean, that little clicking sound is Justin's chair, by the yeah, way. Sorry. I'll stop that. Or I'll start. Oh, now it won't do it. Figures. Um, the just like the Sarlacc. But what? Why would you be even close to where that thing is? Like they—they they were kind of sh- setting up shop around that—that that little if digester. 16, if it's only sixteen years, even if you're throwing deal. people off this ship, like kind of like into that into that maw, even if you're doing that, just don't live by it. You know, just don't. Well, the thing that the, the thing about the Sarlacc pit that, that interests me. It's first of all, if you notice when people fall into it, the the teeth are very soft and malleable, mm-hmm. and but there's and it's, and there's no chewing. It's just a hole. So it's people, made to look really mean. Yeah, like you're like, oh, I'm not getting near those teeth. Because I don't want you're to, you're basically in a, in a little hole, in a little rather cave. Fall in there. And you're, the reason it takes pseudo a thousand years is because it's so ineffective. I mean, think about this. If it was if it was a creature worth its salt, it would digest you in fifteen seconds. This pussy takes a thousand years because he sucks. Don't even. That's a rough death. That's like purgatory in there. It's purgatory because it's just fine. You're, what does it do? Does it like give you actually? And to keep the, you alive, does it give you food as it's digesting you? I don't know. It? That's true. That's a great question. No, they they explain it in the uh, <laughs> tales from Jabba's Palestine. What do they? How do they tell us? Boba Fett's in there before Dengar busts him out. They, they, it's sort of like the the alien. Like remember in Aliens where they, they would have them uh, cocooned up. Yeah, cocooned against the wall. They did that with. I think they did it with Boba Fett, and the Sarlacc would feed you nutrients to keep you alive. Why? So it could live off of your. I don't know. I don't remember. To explain, to basically, to explain how dumb it, like, try to explain away how dumb it is. It tries to explain why it would keep you alive for a thousand years. Was it Boba it Fett still in his helmet? No, it wasn't actually, because I think when Dengar bust him out, he retrieved the helmet. So the helmet must have been like on the on the, the uh, Sarlacc floor. It's like you're an ugly motherfucker. But what I'm saying is, can you imagine that shit? You, it actually. Like under the original premise, before we knew that it was sixteen years. Yeah. Can you imagine this? Nine hundred ninety nine years and forty five days. You haven't felt any of the ill effects of being in this dude's ch- in, in in his honestly, chin. No, before the special edition came along, you never saw the Sarlacc. You just saw the pit of Carcoon. No, you saw the Sarlacc because you see that. Yeah, oh, in the, the original tentacle. you did because because I remember how foam they look like when the guys bounced off its mouth teeth. But that so that was not the pit of Carcoon. That was actually the. It's the Sarlacc's gaping fucking chin. So the pit of Carcoon, was that the teeth? Hey, hey. hey, we got an interrupter. What's up, kid? What are you doing in here? Jumping around. Do you want to say something on the microphone? Say hello. No. All right, fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you enjoy Steak and Shake? Yes. Did you get grilled cheese? Yes. I love grilled cheese there. I'm so did, hungry to eat a grilled cheese right yeah. now. Did you have a milkshake? Yeah. Did you, you have a milkshake? A, Suzanne Summers back did you have in the a day. Burger? Yeah. Did you have a burger, burger shake? Did you have fries? Yes. Fries are the worst. Were there creepy people working there? They have, no. They have, you know they have terrible fries there, Justin? What did mommy have? Shoestring fries, yeah. Anorexic fries. Yeah. yeah. I hate those like things. Me. 
Excellent. You have to get like a thousand of them in order to eat them. Yeah, oh, double. Oh, a steak burger. Eh? Mommy's going to need to jog. Does it? <laughs> what kind of milkshake? Milkshake's great, though. <laughs> oh, wow. My microphone's been reaching that. That picture of him. That was his tip? You should have given me a piece of your here's mind. A, here's a picture of yourself. This food wasn't no, out fast it's enough. Him. You gave him a picture of of himself. Yes. What did he look like? Tip. What did he look but like? But I wrote my name. What was the way his name? I don't know. Pierre? Mm. You know why you know why he has that name? Why? Because he's got a he's got a, a weird thing. No. 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 <laughs> No. <laughs> That's good. The show just got better. <laughs> we, we found a better host. <laughs> found a host that does not hate, hate, hate like your listeners. <laughs> I like this. Tell the listeners what your favorite movie is. <laughs> is that superhero guy? Iron Man. Nim's Island? Mm. No. I sense, I sense Iron Man. You said Nim's Island. You told me that earlier. I said that Nim's Island was my favorite film ever. No, I said both. Oh, you like both better? What's yes. Your part of Iron Man? Um, when he gets his suit on. His tux? His tuxedo? No. When he goes to dinner? That's your favorite part whenever he goes to the cocktail party? Is that what Jackie Puts his tux on? That's my favorite part, too. I love when he gets his tux on. Then he walks around. That's my favorite part. He walks on the street. Bye bye everybody. Why are you acting so giddy? You're wearing the Batman shirt. I like your Batman shirt. You're a little weird. Is that a Batgirl? She was very starstruck or something with the microphone in her hand. The show was great though. Uh oh. No, I'm gonna hold on to it now. Ask her what her favorite. Okay, say goodbye to. Bye, hello. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. You're weird. It's almost a Paul McCartney. Lady. It's like you're a completely different person when I'm you're like, in the spotlight. I don't even know you anymore. I don't even know you anymore. Jeez. You watch some Nims Island. My kid's been going to drama for Who, three months, and she's wait, already wait, a little son of a go, bitch. Before you go, who's your favorite person on the show? Justin. It's Justin. Okay, see you later. Well, I didn't know Bo Bridges was here. <laughs> little Bo Bridges cameo. What was your favorite? What was your? What's been your favorite part of the Chud podcast ever that you that you listened to? Ted Levine. Oh well, Bo Bridges likes the <laughs> Ted Levine segment. I didn't know we had Bo Bridges in. I in like the Ted fu- Levine. <laughs> fucking Bo Bridges, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> fucking guest appearance. Ted. Ted is it's great, but Bo's better. Bo, what's it like being Bo Bridges? Hey guys. <laughs> God damn, it's amazing. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. How did he get in the house? Bo Bridges annoys me. Did you like? <laughs> I hate him as much as Justin. Did you like Kirk the Fabulous ba- Baker Boys? It's like the worst Bridges brother. <laughs> Why is Bo Bridges in the in the right speaker exclusively? <laughs> Can I get some work? <laughs> the thing I always liked about Bo Bridges, <laughs> the thing he looks like, basically he looks like a horribly fat Jeff Bridges. It's a mid transformation Jeff Bridges. Jess is my favorite. Like he's, he's almost becoming something worse. 
Steve's the worst. Cap- Steve is the worst. And they capture him in mid transformation, and you get Bo. Why is Steve even on the show? It's terrible. <laughs> I don't That's, know. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank, I'm glad that Bo Bridges left and was replaced by the black guy from the docks in the office. <laughs> the guy from Pineapple Express. I'm sorry I forgot his name. Everybody thinks he's some comic genius. How does comic sound genius. anything like that? How does, this is nothing like Why is that guy considered a comic genius? He's really funny. He's funny, but he's... Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. He, he's okay. It's not nothing like he's Craig Robinson. He's got one speed. Sound like your daughter. He's got one speed. Craig Robinson does. He's very funny, though. Got one speed. What? Black? God damn it. He's really fucking funny on the offense. Not really a speed. And he's great. He was great at Pineapple. You don't like him at Pineapple. I liked him a lot in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. That little scene was very cute. Yeah. He was okay in Pineapple. No, he was great knocked up, you mean. Knocked up. That's what I meant. That was very funny. It's the best part of the movie, I think, pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, and actually, a little little movie discussion before we get back to the real matter at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Catherine Heigl is kind of a cunt, huh? Come on. I like her. She's kind of an asshole. No, everybody says that, but what? The, who cares what she... She what? needs to keep her trap shut. I hope she keeps talking. Really? Yep. Got no she's not that it. talented. Who and cares? Grey's Anatomy like, is a nightmare. Who cares if, if, she, if she's uh, vocal about her pride? Who gives a fuck? She's vocal at the wrong time. she's not Kirk Cameron. And for the, no, I'm not trying to compare she them. Has to go, she, she needs to show her dark territories more. A, she's got the noise. She's B, got B. She's, she's got with Seagal. She's got fluctuating heat. She what was more, the worst thing about that movie. What more do you need to know? No, actually, the, the disturbing behavior is where I really hate her from. Is that what she? That the was best her? part is that she was in Bride of Chucky and she complained about knock up, knocked up. That's what I'm talking. I wouldn't about. complain about Bride of Chucky. The movie's great. It is great. I love it. But she she saved her complaint. And it's got too. a great monster magnet song in it, and a great Rob Zombie song. Anyway, um, and her she's she's okay. Wait, who's coming back here? Your daughter. I love her. I love Catherine Heigl. Holy shit. Did you guys see who just came in? Bo Bridges. No. Bo Backhair. She's a strong woman. God damn it. Can you believe the guests? We are, this is like the all-star show. Is it Colin Hanks? No, Paul Lind is she in the building. She sticks up for herself. Paul <laughs> Lind. It's nice to see you, Paul Lind. I didn't, I didn't know you had time. She sticks up for herself. Snake She's Sabo? She's a strong what? woman. I don't like, I don't like my steak sideways. So the Snake Sabo was in the building, but it's Difficult. not. Oh, oh fuck See it. you later. All right. She's out of there. No, but really, I, I, actually, this bothers me. Catherine Heigl is like, she's, she has no right being outspoken. Why are you Why are you even talking about this? This is, A, the most boring conversation ever. Who cares what she says? I do. This is the most boring conversation <laughs> Don't ever. even try to bring up Kirk Cameron. Don't. We, we have a At lot. At least of, that's relevant. This show is built relevant. with different discussions vying to be the the most boring discussion ever. <laughs> it's, it's That's our I trademark. No pro- I have no problem with... If she, she was... The reason that she's in the news is because... Or wasn't this? It's because she, she has the news. She took herself out of Emmy contention because she thought her show that she's on, her character was poorly written. Grey's Anatomy. Who fucking cares if she's ripping Grey's Anatomy? When she ripped Knocked Up is what bothers. How me. many people complain about her, their jobs? I complain about my job all the time. Steve, I'm sure you do. You love your job. Yeah, but you don't get paid what she gets paid. <laughs> no, not only that. Not only she that. chose the job. It's not like it was picked for. She, no, they told her to. I'm just she, saying she's complaining about her job. Fuck, I don't care. Worthless. I don't. I don't like her. I don't dislike job, her though. Holly, do honestly, Hollywood. I mean, that's the thing though. I don't care. There's a different set of rules for complaining about your job. Now, if it's Kirk Cameron doing the same thing, I would be pissed. He's like Jesus. Why'd you Why'd you do me ugly? Jesus, why'd you give me the bad I mean, rap? You know, if he, he said the exact same words, I'd be so pissed. But Catherine but when she when she fucking gives knocked up, which made her, she's right about knocked up about it being misogynist. She's right about knocked up. Who, yeah, that's what's so great about it. How does she not know it going in? 
She no, she just said that all she said was that she got the, the women characters and knocked up and she's right about her character sort of. It's a good character. Um but she's saying they don't get to be as funny as the guys. She's right. That's true. That's but not her that's not her character's she job. She's a good in character in it, and so does uh uh the wife Avatel's of, wife. Yeah, he's, yeah. she's ex Who used to have the massive knobs. She doesn't anymore? Well in like the What's her Edward, name again? Uh Leslie Mann. And, and she is great. In the Edward Burns movie, she was the bartender and she's the one. She had a tight shirt, and I was like, "Jesus Christ! Why she's, isn't he? Why is he spent wasting time with fucking Lauren Holly? Yeah, the other one. No, no, no. Oh, Maxine Bond. Maxine Bond. Oh God, the worst actress of all time. But she's so cute. Gone. She's she lives. No, I mean she's disappeared from film. She's gone. Um, but, but she's she's right in what she was saying. I think a little bit, but I think she's still got a good character, and so did uh. I think yeah, I have to write some good good. Yeah, that's the thing. But the characters. thing is, she says it, was, and she also said it was. Slightly derogatory towards the women, like it, it's like. Did the, she say that though? She, I don't remember the exact wording. Well, but then it, you need to get the exact. I'm not words. worried. I'm not really concerned you don't need with to put words in her mouth. I don't care if I get Catherine Heigl comments wrong. Well, then if you're ripping her, you should get them right. She should hate gays. Well, why? Because then she'd get fired off the show. No, because she yeah, because she stuck up for the guy, the the Grey's Anatomy guy. I would have stuck up for the him other too. guy ripped because he was gay. No, I like they Isaiah Washington, but 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 the thing is like. First of all, Grey's Anatomy is a horrible show. Exactly. There's, end no, of story. Uh, hold, horrible, but it is hold. it is it, it is gold for her. It doesn't matter. Nobody goes. Nobody should complain about Grey's She's Anatomy. She's shaking it loose, man. She's shaking it loose like it's a fucking unwanted skin. She's in the movies now. She's in the movies. Yeah, but she does. She not. She doesn't first, want that. Nobody, That's probably what she was doing. Was she's probably trying to get out of her contract. Yeah, here's so the thing. Somebody says, movie. "Hey, you know, there's a new movie coming out with that girl from Grey's Anatomy." I'm like, "Oh, Ellen Pompeo has a new movie." No, right. oh my god, the the uh, the the girl who used to be married to to the act the director. Oh, he's and no. Alexander so Payne. So yeah, Sandra O. She got a new movie. Oh no, no, not her. So all she does now is complain about everything she's in. That's right. She all she all I'm saying is she's probably trying to get out of her contract so she can just be in movies. Yeah, That's but, how she's doing. But it. She complained about Grey's Anatomy. If you're on Grey's Anatomy, would you want to be on it? Doesn't matter. She's I wouldn't. Have, I mean, she like, the job. she took the job. She signed a contract. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be embarrassed to be on it though? People try to get out of contracts it's, all the time. You guys like baseball. Yeah. There you, you go. You can't you get out of a contract. The from the team they, until after they leave. A Rod's thing. It doesn't count because he. That was that's that was in the contract that you could get out of the contract. Mm -hmm. This is making her. Grace Anatomy is making her name. More people. I already made it. Oh, from, can I just say something? Already made it. Steve's hair looks like Frankenstein right now. That's good. That's why I like. It's pretty fucking badass. Nice. It's, no, the way it was hanging down, it like not a cowlick, but a Frankenstein lick. Nice. You know, you ruined it. You ruined it. Way to ruin it. Yeah, you're both. And the way you threw that kid in the lake. Why'd you throw my daughter into the sea? Just because she hogged the microphone, you son of a bitch. And then she complained about her Grey's Anatomy. What the fuck? I don't. No, I just. I just. I don't like her. I don't think she's that talented. I don't think she's that great. I think if we knew a lot of Hollywood people, we probably wouldn't like them. You're right. I I hate them all. But you don't hear them really complaining about. Everything Except in. Leon Rippey, guys, fucking not stellar. Enough, probably. She's not that famous, though. She's, She's not, and, and, and you know, she she harsh reality. She quit Grey's Anatomy to make to make movies. Mm -hmm. Two years later, she would be directed. I think you're probably right. I think it's probably not good for her to be complaining. Not about everything, but I don't care if she does. You know who else complains all the fucking time? Who? Dengar. Because he had to retrieve it, the fucking helmet. Well, yeah, and his bandages come off too much. He's like, fuck, it's not too much. He's like a little, a little, a little neosporin wouldn't hurt, would it, hun? And yet, you wait, don't. Wait, Hunter Han. No, Hunter. Doesn't he have a girlfriend in the uh, Moss Eisley book? Okay, here's a, here's a big question it. I have. In the Scarlack Pit, you know, you, did the, I say it's Sarlacc Pit? Sarlacc yeah, Sarlacc, yeah. In the in Empire, they flew their ship into that worm. Is it is it a cousin of the Sarlacc Pit? 
You know what I'm there's a lot of. I think George Lucas might have some repressed vaginal fears. Yeah, I think so. That's a good call. And I think I think we know why. Rick McCallum knows. <laughs> Carl knows. Carl might know, but he's never around to explain. Pick my nose. <laughs> but the, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> the, there's a lot of entry. There's a lot of things no, that sorry. go inside things in Star Wars movies. Luco's in a Tauntaun's belly. Right. On fist Leia. Makes a baby. That, how how, how gross was that, by the way? Tauntaun insides? Oh, that's, yeah, that was sick when I was... That was almost as gross as insides, It looked too. like tube spaghetti. Yeah. He, you it think had, he it, knew what he was cutting open? Man, it was... But he had to gut it, though. All you saw was him slicing it open on all like, like the spaghetti coming out. Yeah. You didn't see him gutting it and throwing Luke in there. It wasn't spaghetti. It was like, it was like translucent yeah, coolness. Yeah, but he's to gut the thing, though. But they show him like doing shoving actions, but they didn't show him in there, right? Here's the no. the big thing that came out. The big thing that came out of that scene, mm-hmm. I, I, for a lot of us, I think, was that yes. we finally knew that we can let Han Solo use our lightsaber toy. Like in sure. the when we were playing Star Wars, now we can enable He's still Han. The only non Jedi to use a lightsaber. Maybe I was like fucking it because because every yeah, once in a while when we were playing toys, I fucking threw that shit in his hand. How man? Because the lightsabers were embedded <laughs> in their arms. No, I think at the end, of, uh, by the time Empire came out, I think that they weren't in their fists anymore. Yeah, because because uh, Return of the Jedi had uh, Luke had like his independent lightsaber. I think in Empire though, I think the they Empire weren't inside their fists. Came out, I moved on from those toys, my friend. Well, wow, you run to GI Joe. You mean Empire, the John Leguizamo movie? Wow, what from four years ago? Yeah. But no, that was the best thing about that. It's like, okay, if Han can use it, then then I I am justified in letting my Han toy use it. Fucking awesome. I'm the winner. But he only knows how to do. You know what though? Menial tasks. The them. thing that sucks is it took to prequels for them to fly around on R2's back, and I used to do that too. It's like the, R2 could fly all around town. He uh. So what did you have him do? Like opening his mail with a lightsaber and what? Pretty else? much, yeah. yeah. I, as a matter of fact, and I remember. They would use the land speeder for things land speeders weren't built for. Did you have? I used to have. Uh, Prince, going out of a treehouse. I used to have uh, Princess Leia use it too, and I'd have. Would I'd get Darth uh, Vader's lightsaber, and then she'd hold it, and then it was like she's putting lipstick on with it. Really? Yeah. They didn't do that in any of the films, but it was funny because another thing when we were playing Star Wars toys, and then I got the blue one from who? Who had the blue one? Open ben. One? Luke. Ben had the blue she one. Put, that's yeah, how she put that. She Luke put a little eyeshadow on that way. Cool. And it, what were some other colors? What she used to tape her boobs down. It was just blue, red. It was just blue and red, and it was blue, red, and green. No, she only used that once a month. <laughs> but the um, I also it's cool because like I I I think I beat Lucas at the punch because I used to use when I had my Leia figure, I used to have them playing and I would have her pretend that her mom lost the will to live. <laughs> I always used to uh, tear off three PO's head and said that you know he was beside himself, like pull him to the yard saying what a oh, drag. Yeah. Ugnot figures. You guys used to have those, the Ugnots? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. Who, those who are Australian the shoes? Who are the Ugnots? I don't know what that is. How do you say it? The little pig face cunt catchers. The Ugnots, but I mean, who, is, who are they? They're, they're great. Yeah, they're the ones that like work <laughs> at Lando's place. Okay. Cloud City. Here's something. Here's, this is, since, Basically, Luke is like, I need to employ the midget world. Since we're on task right now, like we're, and this is just like nailing down the we're, show. We're in the pocket right now. We're, the, we're like jazz like musicians. I mean, anything we say is just like... We're in the process of kicking the show in the I'm so, I, I, re, Listeners are transcribing this for their fucking thesis. I mean, I can't, you can't, you cannot do any wrong. I mean, you could go any direction and it's just like... Did you see Justin? He just fucking went from C minor to C minor to a 49er. <laughs> so, so I'm watching uh, the Soap Network 
from my bed the other night. There's a show, soap channel. They show all soaps. It's all devoted to that one show. And they have General Hospital nights. Okay. It's called General Hospital. You know General Hospital? Yeah, it's where, like where Riken went. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of uh, I think it's like in response to Grey's Anatomy. I think it's like General Hospital at night on like ABC. I never watched it. Okay. It's kind of newish. Luke and Laura? <laughs> hey. But they had, um, they had uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. on. That's right. You heard a crack. That's right. They had uh, a couple other people. He's famous for being Latin, I think. A couple other people you recognize. Anyway, they had this situation that developed where the, some of the cast members got locked in the closet. Like Two wannabe saves them. <laughs> okay. And they're talking about it, and there's like a janitor figure, and there's two other people, and he was kind of trying to get out, so his back was turned. And his other, bacta was turned? The other two people were it talking. Happens. He turned around. You know who it was? Billy D. Williams. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be EB99. No, that's a good call, though. He Billy does, he does still, work there. He's still working. But anyway, the Ugnot discussion is that then he there's a fucking Ugnot. We find out that Lando's not a system but a man. That's true. But I just thought that was interesting. It wasn't all that build up. It was the worst. Yeah, so I you know was what? Wrong. We I, could do we could do wrong. Here's something I don't like about George Lucas's policy regarding the hiring of midgets. Those people got a job simply because they're small. They didn't. They're not talented. Many of them. They're just like us. They're How like just know? people. This is not like a cross section of the talented midget section group of society. This is just midget. It's like, look, we don't need you to have studied Shakespeare. We need you to have studied looking up at people. And according to In Bruges, there are suicide waiting to happen. Well, that's the truth. Great movie. Oh, you saw that movie. You I liked did, yeah. it. I loved it. I just I, some gore in that movie. Yeah, not not particularly. Well, but Ugnot's uh, not not great. Not a great character. Anyway, so Lando Calrissian was in General Hospital Nights with Antonio Sabato Jr. And Calrissian is a, is a great last name. It is good. I might name my kid that. He was pretty. That good was in the episode movies. they called we'll General. They called the General Hospital Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> but he was. What do you guys think of Lando's performance in those films? Oh, I loved him. Yeah, he he was, kind of brought a little little energy to those. He films brought, a he, bit. he he basically played Billy D. Williams with a, a tunic. He had a, and I love the Lando figure. He had that cape, right? He had that cape and the little. Yep. He always had a cape. He just he. But he, what kind of weapon? They gave him a gun, right? Hey, he had like a little sassy pistol. Yeah. Like a little fucking little sassy gun. And but and he came with a pistol and, and betrayal papers. And uh, you know what? He spent a lot of time with the bald assistant, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the Lobot, no less. Yeah. yeah. Little ball. He had a little the ball. Fucking... Lobot to knee and numb. Tell you what, he was the first. That guy's the first Bluetooth, right? Yep. Did you say it before? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. What if our food's here? I hope that's our food. My, my cash is spread around. It's thirty. It's thirty nine six ninety six. I want to peek out the, the window. Let's let's pause. Is there any, is there anything you guys are excited about coming out this uh, this fall? Sure. Quantum of Solace. W. I am. I'm more excited to see that now. The trailers have been pretty good. State of play. Very much so. Is that coming out this year? Yeah. When? I think so. I don't know. Fall, winter, fuck off. Um, what else? What are you excited about other than the stupid James Bond movie? That's, a, that's about it, really. I'm looking forward to Star Trek next year. Steve, what? are you looking forward to Star Trek next year? What's Star Trek? The movie that J.J. Abrams directed. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know about a Star Trek movie coming out? Oh, the the, the fan film? The one that's not Star Trek at all. 
Um, I don't know what you're saying, sir. Jesus Christ. Man, fuck that movie. Outrage, courtesy, saved by the bell. It's, it's freaking horrible. <laughs> it's worse. I think it looks fantastic. You're an idiot. I bet you, J.J. Abrams has done no wrong for the most part. They stepped, on your, they stepped on your foot a little bit on this one. They, my they, they give you the... Because there's no bloated old actors no, no, in no, it? It's not that at all. It's like they, they, they asked... If you had asked like retarded, fat, blind bastards to cast Star Trek, basically the this creature is the from cast the descent they put together. They traips, they traips on your dream. So it's not really a dream. It's just, it's just dumb. It's, there's no point. There's no point at all. It's a good idea. To, let's do a prequel. A great idea. It's a fantastic idea. Let's let's do that. They gave your love for no Star point. Trek a kick in the groin. No, it's not. It's just it's pointless. I it don't know how you can have poorly casted. I don't know how you can have that much loyalty to a Star Trek product. I mean, I like Star Trek fine. But there's nothing about Star Trek that screams to me perfection. Like, this is untouchable. But what loyalty? I'm going to see the film. Yeah, but you're going in there with the darkest set of balls. It is already my my most hated film of all time. Now, when Next Generation is coming out, were you a little bit ambivalent? No, I I couldn't wait. I was very happy about it. And then it stops there. Like Deep Space Nine can fuck off. Voyager's the worst. Enterprise is an abortion on TV. It's it's horrible. Which is it, it stuck, which it's, funny because that was the pitch I had for my new show. <laughs> it's uh it's Kirk and it's, and it's the Next Generation. And that's it. it. I can't say I'm I'm I obviously I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. I'm not upset about it. I not I'm not excited to see it what though. What the fuck? If Enterprise was a prequel, and how did that turn out? I just say I just trust J.J. Abrams impl- implicitly. You're oh, a fool. Yeah. You shouldn't trust anybody. I trust him with my life. He didn't create this show. He doesn't really. He might have been a fan, but he doesn't. He didn't really know what he's doing with it. Yeah. He's probably equipped. If he created it, and fine. You you have no worries about it. But it's just someone else's franchise. Are you kidding me? Cast Chris Pine. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, uh, granted, the, the Star Trek movie franchise does have been, a fresh scent. The movie franchise has been kind of shitty. Like, it's been spotty. Balls. There's been some no. There's been some great stuff. Yeah, it's fun, but it's ass fun. There's been some great. <laughs> there's been some great stuff in it. I mean, there's also been some horrible things. Most of it, Next Generation. Yeah. But we don't need a damn prequel. What the hell? I like. I, I was. I was a little upset to hear that he was. That was working within the same architecture of the. I was hoping he was rebooting the entire goddamn thing. New, like with the new Kirk and all these new actors who don't really. I mean, like some of them, like Spock, new characters. Even. I mean, it would have well, been new actors playing. If the he'd cartoon. done that, it would have been every bit as dumb as That's his what he's idea. doing. But 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 it is related because apparently there's a he tried to get or Nimoy's playing a character. He's oh playing yeah, Spock. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just playing the younger version. You thought they were going to get new, fresh, yeah, fresh, you know, like because because then you could go through that entire back <laughs> through the history. Well, so I was it, ambivalent, and then I was like, J.J. Abrams, like I cast Chris Pine, and I was like, sold. No, everybody's sold. Excited. No, the people in this group are Ass excited about seat. this film. The only reason the people in our group. The only reason they're excited about seeing this film is because they want to see how mad I get. Not me. I, I don't care reason. about you. Oh. I want it to be good. I said, oh. I'm looking forward to a good goddamn the only movie. Thing, the only thing I was like, okay, Chris Pine, I'm already there. Sweeten the pot. Sweeten the deal, J.J. Abrams. How about Zachary Quinto, Spock? Done. We are. I am in the theater. That's going to be. Simon Pegg, though. I mean, is Scotty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. And Pegg's great. But how how he, can you rip Pegg? At least, at least Pegg is interesting. He looks nothing like James Doohan. Thank why. God for him. <laughs> Thank God for his cheekbones. He said that he did that as a trip. He said he can't. He did the as a movie as a tribute. I know he did. Every, a, that's the problem. Everybody doing this. Tribute. Like, oh, you know, I used to love He Star also did it for the paycheck. It. it also helps. Oh, man, <laughs> this movie can 
fuck right off. That, that explains why I was quivering on the floor the other day. It was a tribute to James Doohan. It was tributing That explains him. why your remains were shot into space. That's right. Jesus. God, I hate... I hate but that doesn't come out till when? Next summer? Next spring. Straight next spring. to YouTube's where it needs to go. It's another fan movie. Yeah. It's not a fanfic. It, it's exactly it's what it is. It's gorgeous. No, it is not. It's, I don't. It's, I don't like the fact that somebody from Heroes is in it because that show just looks like the worst thing. It's not good. I, I stopped watching it though, a long roles. time ago. Hell, even Winona Ryder's Spock's mother. <laughs> She's probably in it for Ooh. eight minutes. I love Winona. It though. doesn't matter. She just I, steals shit. That's I all love she does. Winona. She, she steals so Vulcan cute. items. So cute. She was cute. <laughs> But Still cute. Oh my god. But anyway, I don't care. She can't. I don't like the casting pretty much uni- universally. Although I think Eric Bana looks interesting, and I like him, so I'm hoping that he does something di- different. Oh, you. Get, first of all, you. This is it. This is this is the reason that because his too many that, boring that actors. you know that it's gonna be good. This is how you fucking know. Okay. Answer me this question. Yeah. Who do they cast as Bones? <laughs> as Bones. Carl Urban. <laughs> Kidding? I didn't know this. Carl Urban is, is <laughs> fresh ske- off of his success from Doom. Fresh off of Pathfinder. This Carl is, Urban? This is J.J. Abrams' mind. He was like, I don't remember. who can we get as bones? I didn't know that. Hmm. He saw this guy named Cunningham in a Kangol hat and said, wait a minute. I know who I can get. Oh, my God. This is so good. This this, this film is going to be great. I'm not, I'm not making fun of Chris. I, I was making fun of Chris Pine a little bit, but I thought he was kind of good in um, Smoking Aces. I, I always say it, but I think he was kind of good. See, you know that this is all fucked And Carl up. Urban was good in... He's good in Lord of the Rings, ass. He was really good in... <laughs> actually, he was good in Ghost Ship, and he was good in Lord of the Rings. Well, he was... Actually, I, I will admit, he was great in... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Heigelfan.org doesn't like Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> he'll defend Catherine. I don't even like Catherine Heigl that much he'll defend her amorphous tits but he will not defend Carl Urban you're gonna defend Urban I, he was very fun in Ghost Ship yeah I did like him in and he was good in Lord of the Rings come on he was good in Lord of the Rings he was fucking barely a factor in Lord of the Rings was he, was, he in was he in like the the the, the extended scenes more or something he, he might have been but he was tough in on horseback and yeah, that's he, all I need he's, he's, in Lord of the Rings he scowls all over the place in Dune he scowls all over the place in Ghost Ship he scowls no, no, all over Ghost the place no no in Ghost Ship he's kind of like Brad Pitt he's kind of like comic relief scowls all over you, the ship then he's not in Ghost Ship he's funny in Ghost Ship yeah he's, he's actually he's got a lot of personality in that movie is he the back isn't the Desmond Harrington he's, in the back no no he's not the, one of the leads he's like one of the he's like he's like a supporting character but he's he, does he get whisked he gets, in half he does not enjoy himself that Desmond Harrington that guy that's in that is yeah, that his name wrong turn guy he's in uh, Dexter this season he's boring he's actually kind of good the first episode of Dexter I don't watch it yet excited though I love that anyway Jesus Christ Steve you're right this does sound kind of bad that Star Trek thing uh, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Saldana, Zoe Saldana is the Uhura, whatever her name it, is. Um, if you were trying to completely destroy the franchise, this is this is the, for, the cast they, you would assemble. They already did that. The kid from Hal the Kumar. No. Yeah, no, no. J, the, John J. J. Abrams is giving this thing a. Uh, he's rescuing it from they. They destroyed it. No, they. They, they killed they it. It was a B, they B killed, movie. They the Star Trek the, movies were B no, movies. They killed it with bad not, movies. They, they killed became it with, B movies. They, they, came, they killed the end. The last few movies have been hor- like bad. Oh, they, they've been terrible. And the TV shows have been bad. He's rescuing yeah. it. There's no need to rescue it. He's Let rescuing it the property. 
No, no actually, the idea. Think about this. Where are they going to go? The idea with a of a big budget motion picture franchise that's take that takes place in space with a crew of interesting characters that's actually got a brand that you could sustain that's not been raped into the ground a la Star Wars or whatever else. He is, There's a lot of potential there. He's rescuing. He is resuscitating. He's putting a Carl Urban sized ba- bandage on that franchise. This film is going to go nowhere. It's going to be huge. It's not going to be huge. Think of it. Think of it as someone. People, think of Carl Urban. People are going to go see this film as like a, a, an oddity. Like, uh, let's let's go watch the freak show down the street. Carl Urban is Star Trek. <laughs> Coming from the man who paid to see the Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> oh, I will so I will be there on opening day to watch this atrocity. I thought you weren't going to see it. No, I am absolutely going to go see this. I have to at least know what I hate. Mm. Even though it's already my most hated film ever. Mm. I have to at least see it. Of course I'm going to go. It might be good. It but might be very is, good. There's no, what way is it? There's okay. no way this film's going to be good. Other yeah. than Felicity, which I've never watched and I never cared to, because Carrie Russell's... Uh, uh, she's a, I love Carrie she's Russell. A talent, she's Clover talented, film. but she's, in a, she's a vacuum said, of, in, of interest. Is Carrie Russell in Star Trek? No. Why no, not? but I'm just saying, Felicity is the only thing of J.J. Abrams' oh. is that I don't have... That I that he didn't touch and turn into something don't great. Don't think this is gonna be the biggest thing ever because they everybody missed on Cloverfield. Cloverfield ended up doing a shitload of money, just died after its it's first like weekend. Film. Like, yeah, it's, Cloverfield it's was yeah. damn good for yeah. what it was. Yeah. It's yeah, not gonna. He, it can't Abrams be everything not, for everyone. Abrams does not have the, the golden touch. Yes, it kind of does actually. Not Lost is this. kind of a hit. I don't know if you know this. Not after this. Not Fringe this. is a hit now. Alias was did. Went like how many seasons? Aliens went. A- Alias went like six more than it should have probably. Yeah, but this is all. Mission Impossible was probably the one thing that he didn't. But that, that like wasn't it. It had nothing to do with Abrams. That had everything to do with Cruz. But everything he state everything he's had is a, is, a, is a success. Is stuff that he has originated. This is not. You're right because he did come up with Mission Impossible. You just and said Cloverfield to do with it. Well, I mean, he he. No, I'm saying like the reason it failed. It, it wasn't a huge hit. It did a hundred still. It was because Tom Cruise had fucked his goodwill in the ass. Like so many young boys, with the War of the Worlds couch, couch jumping and all that shit. So, well, I think that um, this, that actually turned out that movie was is actually not bad though. We talked about it's it so best, many times. It's probably the best of the three, yeah. So, um, but anyway, Abrams, he, he's he's got this. He's like a tank, Steve. He's got this. He, he your fears are your fears are, on, you're gonna be on. You're gonna see it, and you're gonna be like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Abrams got this. He cast Urban. You he know, cast. In a, in a in a perfect world, I will <laughs> yeah, see this. Steve film. doesn't even like Eric Bana. In a, in a perfect world, I'll see this film and think, you know what? I was wrong. This, this is a damn good movie. In, in a but perfect world, no Steve has that. World. In a perfect world, Steve Murphy has that capability. Yeah, it, it, honestly, I, it, how do you? He's that got, movie, he's got the this. Worst. That movie could you can go he's to a theater this. and it's two hours of Paul McCartney music and a a little heart says I love Steve Murphy and you still would find fault with it. Yeah, that'd be. Pretty, I'd like that. You're gonna like it, I bet. Just, nope, mm-hmm. nope. If I if I do, you know, I shouldn't say no. No, yeah, I do. Fuck that film. Yeah, although if I do like it, then I what that what the hell? He surprised me. But he he is. There's no way with the cast assembled, everything I've heard about it. There's no way this this film is capable of surprising me. I know why you don't. Of making I, me like. I know why you don't like it. Why? They didn't go with your idea. My idea was to have me in it, right? Captain the Captain Kirk Cameron. That's. I think that was. No, that, hap- like that happened in part five. They found the supreme being. 
I tell you what, I I have to admit, like I'm I'm I like Star Trek. I, I probably have all the movies, and I've watched uh, the first series. I was a big fan of. I liked some of the Next Generation stuff that I saw. I just didn't want to commit to it because fucking Star Trek it's Klingons and shit. But um, the uh, the shot the stuff with them building the the Enterprise I found was kind of moving. It was kind of good. It was kind of like the right way to approach this thing. Start small. Yeah, all, all half a second you see of it. It's they they try the way it, to, to the vibe I'm getting from it is that he's treating it like a serious. Like if you were to hand, like the way Michael Mann treated Miami Vice, kind of like it's the material. It's almost like the material isn't worth that kind of a grand treatment, but he's giving it the grand treatment. But what's the point of this film? It, where does he? Assuming this film's a success, where does he go from here? Is he going to do another Star Trek film? Who knows? If, if he does, what kind of Star Trek film are you going to do? You going to set it? Well, I mean, the, think about the logical. Series? The logical progression what? is this guy is more equipped than anybody in the history of Earth to turn that into a very good TV series after this. No way they can do another original series. Well, I, I don't think J.J. Abrams is going to tie himself series. up into a bunch yeah, of Star Trek. There's no way they'll ever do another series. No. So the, the, this film is pointless. Al- <laughs> this film is pointless already. They'll fucking do another series. They, they, of course, they will at some point. They won't do another series with a uh, young Kirk in it. Fucking, no, they'll do a Star know. Trek series about Chekhov operating a sausage kiosk. Are you kidding me? It's fucking Star Trek. Now, now you're talking. Now you're talking Steve's language. Although that'd be more Sulu, wouldn't it? He's <laughs> got married. That's right. Finally, pictures from the wedding. I saw some. Oh, my God. Those are not two attractive men I would expect at this point. No, I mean, he's an older gentleman, but he's a gentleman. That's they all, what, they're doing the Vulcan hand signal. Yeah, I mean. Him, they made, did, they, did he really? They all did, all four of them. Yeah. Who was, who was K- at the wedding? Walter Koenig and Michelle Nichols. I think Nimoy was there, too, right? Uh, I don't know, but in the pictures, he wasn't in that. Yeah. Nimoy still looks great. I mean, he doesn't look good, but he's he looks pretty, great. He's pretty interesting. Just saw him in a photo recently. Um, Game Informer magazine. Look good. But let me ask you a question. Where did they come up with the name Spock? Spock. Was it, it was the, it was that was before to, that was before the doctor, right? No, it was an homage to him. Really? Yes, it was. The baby doctor? Mm-hmm. Really? Benjamin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is does Spock have a full name? Uh, Spock Donaldson, but they figured that <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> I think that in one of the episodes they said that you couldn't pronounce it. If you don't have a tongue, but Donaldson sure? rolls off. I thought, it, I thought it was I, I thought know. it was Jeff Spock. That was his name. Jeff. Jeff Remember Spock. That, where in the formal times. No, 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 no. Yeah, but you forgot the Klingon. They always put uh, Jeff Spock is one word. That's his first name. Jeff Spock Donaldson. <laughs> his nickname is Spock. They well, call get, him that. They have that moment in like the third movie when Spock is it when he comes back. Yeah, it's and Kirk is like, "I missed you. I missed you," and he goes, "Call me Jeff." Remember. Just call yes. me Jeff Donaldson. That's right. I think Kurt calls him that. Is well, see the Donaldson? thing, the, the rumor I had heard, and I and I, I've read some Star Star Trek novels, um, particularly ones by Peter David, because he's a fat motherfucker. Are you lying, by the way, right now? Or are you you really I, actually read novels, Star Trek novels? I've never read a Star Trek novel. You, you have never. No, but okay. but if I'm in the story that I'm telling you, I have. I just want to get that clear that you're making it up. There's a Klingon sport that. It's, Jeff Spock used to play when he was younger, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he was a fantastic. I think the I think the term for the position he played was Malderond. And as a Malderond, he did a fantastic job. His coach said, "Way to go, Spock!" And he didn't call him Jeff Spock; oh. just said Spock, and it stuck. So Jeff Spock Donaldson was shortened to what we know in pop culture as Spock. Now, Steve, you read the books. Yeah, yeah, you probably have read some of the books. I didn't mean to make fun of you. Steve's read Star Trek versus the X Men, for God's sake. Did you really? I did because it was a, it was a gag gift for me. What, did you read the gag gift I gave you one year? The book? 
Yeah, Chomps. The other one. Oh. <laughs> I actually still have that book. Okay, anyway, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the X-Men versus, or the Star Trek versus X-Men. Is the, you know, the funny thing is they didn't actually fight each other. The X-Men were thrown into the alt- into the universe for the next generation. <laughs> they teamed up? Yes. They teamed up to fight some other, I don't know. I didn't really read it. I flipped Eric through Banna. it. Eric I flipped through it. I've read like two or three of the books, maybe. Maybe three. Doubtful. I got a question about Star Trek. Why? Yeah. I just got one more question. Where's our food? Holy shit. She said 45 minutes to an hour. When do we order it? 45 minutes to an hour. But they're located in the Mutara Nebula, so it takes a while to get here. You know what? Your Star Trek references will be lost on us. J.J. Abrams. Is that what you're talking about? Can't wait for that film. All right. One more quick segment, then we're done. Uh, hi, uh, voicemail from England. Uh, do you know what my favourite thing is about the Chud Show? If I take out my left headphone, I can't hear Steve. We live in glorious times. Hi, Chud. Um, it's Stella. And I was just wondering, my favourite movie of all time is The Cell, starring, um, you know... Jennifer Lopez and uh, Jake Weber, and I was wondering if you guys could give me your opinion, because I really care about Justin's opinion, that the rest of you are fucking terrible. Thanks, guys. I can see why you like The Cell so much. What isn't to like, other than the movie? Hey, gang, this is Tati from the message boards. I had a question... A discussion, a discussion that I hope will entail regarding piracy and torrenting. It happened mainly on the Death Magnetic uh, thread on the music forums that we discussed that maybe the leak of the album that, got, that leaked out last week helped the album. The reception for the album was maybe lukewarm to good at best. Very, a lot of people were very skeptical because of, you know, some anger sucked. But after it leaked, the interest on the album really skyrocketed and a lot of users like myself are now planning on buying this such album. And I know Nick stances on this because he's always against piracy and he's been very vocal about it. But I just wanted to maybe throw it out there and see the discussion if it was possible to have a discussion regarding the torrenting as a means of distribution and maybe helping the artist. Another point would be I want to ask Nick regarding Grizzly Park. We know, all know that you got butt-fucked on the theatrical release of Grizzly Park, and even the DVD release. You can barely find it. And I know, for example, that outside the U.S., in my neck of the woods, I could never find that movie. But I'd like to watch it. So maybe you as an artist could use torrenting or online distribution to get your product out there for your users, for your viewers. Would that be something that you would be you know, interested in, that in the future could be explored, or do you think that it should be banned like no torrenting or no online distribution at all just to get your product you know, to the people. There are a lot of bands that are coming up and that are actually putting their music online for free. They just want to have their music out there. So that, that would think that using that with movies could work. I don't know. Just tell me what you think, guys think. Also, I just wanted to ask you, Nick, how much was the, the theatrical box office of Christie Park? Is it is it similar to Sicily Road? Because I know it wasn't one for one theater in LA for like a week. 
So that that I that's a data that I'm interested in knowing. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. The podcast is great. I love it. We all love it. Take care. And God damn it, Steve. What the fuck is a conquistador doing in the modern day? Am I going to have to gather my army and send them to defeat your bodies in a skirmish for the ages? I don't have the time in my goddamn. I could not agree more. I do not have the time in my busy schedule to put up with some crazy Spaniard with questions. I am an emissary of the Queen, and I am fed up with this cocksucking nonsense. Oh, God damn it, man. Come on. That's Tati you're talking about. He's one of the good ones. I apologize for that limey son of a fuck. He's actually quite nice in small doses if you get to know him. In regards to your questions, sir, and I'm calling on the Chud voicemail line to leave this response because this is how it's done. Don't question me. Regarding Death Magnetic, I do agree that people getting to hear the songs before the album was released helped it. But I also believe that I experienced those songs through downloading them legally off of iTunes. And the three songs that they released, primarily um, My Apocalypse and the day that, you know, whatever, the day that never, I don't even remember the fucking name of this song, I'm, I'm fucking white. <clears throat> um, that was enough. That was enough to convince me of the value of the album. So I didn't need to have the entire CD downloaded to know that, yes, this might represent a good Metallica album. Now, if I had heard All Night More Long, uh, which I should have released on iTunes, I would have ejaculated parts of my absorbed twin onto the floor. But uh, that didn't happen. Now, as for Grizzly Park, I don't really know the box office take, honestly. It's not, um, it's not the kind of thing that uh, was sent to us, and on IMDb, it's not there. I would be very proud if we can compete with Zizix Road, because that's pretty much the high watermark. Um, but uh, as for the downloading aspect of it, no. I, I don't think there's any situation where torrenting works. The, the perfect example of how to do it right is Dawn of the Dead. Show the 10 minutes. You know, Give them your... Your your sizzle, you know, footage. Show give give them a, a chunk of it, or start the film. Give them, you know, see if they get into the story, uh, for free. And if they do commit to it, then you've got a ticket sold. And if they don't, you've you've gone above and beyond in in hopes of getting their dollar. And if it doesn't work that, you know, with that footage, then you know they're not meant to see it. But I don't think there's any situation where you should give away something that costs so much, requires so much work, and. Uh, is uh, there's something special about a movie, you know, that that uh, needs to be seen the right way. So uh, I understand what you're thinking of, and, and I think maybe we will have to evolve over time to accommodate new media and how people are just impatient and how easy it is to do. But for the time being, I think there's a certain boutique aspect to uh, things that are made legally and made made with high production values, like like a big big budget CD or a big movie or a big TV show or whatever else. Um, Honestly, the amount we end up having to pay in the grand scheme, even in this economy, is a minor expenditure, you know, in comparison. So, fuck the people that cheat. Hello, Chud Podcast. I am going through your old episodes or webisodes or whatever and listening and laughing, laughing riotously. And it made me think uh, to go onto the site. And I was taken aback as the title this particular week is chud.com better than dying from a meteor to the chops and this this took me aback because i was recently watching the vanishing 
and the uh, the 88 Dutch French version, not the fucking uh, Jack Bauer edition that he did later. But uh, I was thinking the entire movie that the uh, the killer, the sociopath, kind of looked like Robert England if he had not, in fact, taken a meteor to the chops. So thanks for reading my mind, jackass. Um, goodbye. Hi, Chad. It's um, Stella again. I just left you guys a really great review on MySpace. And I had one more question. Sorry to bother you guys, but I was wondering, Justin, um, do you think Dylan Baker is the best part of Spider-Man 2? Or is it another part or another movie that he's the best part of? Just want your opinion, sister. Thank you. Love you guys. Justin is cleaning cat poop, so I'll answer this. I am Dylan Baker and I want to reenact happiness with you. Soon. Hi, Chad. It's me, Butcher. I don't really have any questions this week, but I've got some news that I think Steve is going to be really interested in. Because in shows 34 of the Chad show, Steve said he wished there were more leprechauns in the world. Now, it's, it's funny Steve should bring up this in the same show, Ricardo Montalban's name is also also brought up because Paramount have announced a spin-off show based on his character from Star Trek, but with the quirky spin put on it that he has leprosy. And the name of the spin-off show will be Leprechaun. Steve, it'll be called Leprechaun. So... I love the Chud podcast very much, so keep up the good work, and I'll keep enjoying listening to it. We are back for the last time until the next show. I want to say, so far I think it's been very enlightening. We've talked a lot about films. And uh, I kind of want to end it with something a little bit lighter. You guys up with that? Mm-hmm. Not as serious as we usually are, is what you're saying? No, I, mean, this, I think this is probably one of our more... In, I think this is one of our more serious podcasts. Oh, that's what you're saying. And I, I, he, first of all, I want to think about think about our listeners. What how are they? What kind of state are they in when they're listening? Are they are they jogging and this is on their iPod? No, it's Chud, they're not jogging. Um, Omaha. Are, I have to picture them crying in their beds or something. Are they are they at work doing... State of woe. Doing the manual labor that a, a reader of the site would probably be qualified for? Or are they listening to it on their browser that... At the library, because nobody that reads the site could probably, you know, get a computer. So what? What's the question? What do you think? How do you think people ingest this this material? Like there are people that like this, and they and they come back. So what? What condition are they in as they listen to this? Do you imagine them? Do you imagine them like in a fancy health club with a fancy iPod with fancy headphones, jogging, listening to this, or do you see them in a hovel, kind of? Just getting by, shitty speakers. This our voice is coming through. Yes, both. I picture them in a, in a war zone. You know that, that we we probably have some some troops in Iraq listening to us now. No, I, I doubt hope it. so. You, you pretty you, you know think so? They, you know they do. We have at least one one listener. We have to. Fucking him and his camel spider fucking sitting next to him, which yes, are not spiders. We have at least one armed forces. That poor listener. guy. I, I get emails from guys that are like I get like I'll, seriously I get emails from, from guys that are in Iraq. I don't know if they listen to the show. 
Yeah, emails for for just about the site. Yeah. And what like, they say, I hate Devin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin's great. I don't know why everybody hates him. You don't read the site. <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah, I'm I am not- in the war zone. I'm in the war zone. This is probably the worst. Yeah, but I don't care what he's like on the well, site. This is the worst time of my like life. In, I know it's he's hell like over here. No, Devin's great, but he does. I just want to take the time out and say I hate Devin. Thanks Actually, for- no, it's usually them commenting on like a review or like, you know, le- steady leak feedback or some shit. But they don't, they're not commenting on the podcast. No, not yet. We, I think we got a, a friend request on the MySpace site from someone from Russia. Uh, and it looks legit because a lot of times it's... Well, that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. That means that someone over there is listening to our little podcast. Free market now at the moment. Maybe not in about 10 minutes, but right now they do. And they got um, uh, someone, a couple people in England listen to the yeah, show. Yeah, well, England, Chad's big in England. That's and they don't have... A, I mean, then you're asking how they listen to it. They don't have, a, they don't have like MP3 players in England, right? They're not allowed... No. They haven't discovered them yet. I don't think they're just allowed to have those over there. They, 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 yeah, they don't have them. They just don't have them over there. They don't have iPods there. No. Wow. So I, I know. To, I know. In Canada, they have iPods. You may not be able to call them MPs because it's a it's a political designation there. Oh yeah. So they may not be able to also, call uh, them that. military police. That's here. Yeah. Here's another funny thing: is they probably have more iPods there than here. They don't have sound over there too. That's a are problem. you fucking kidding me? Mm, no sound. It's tragic. I forgot about that. You see that's right. The, I guess that's why they call it the silent nation. You see what? All but the they great, call it uh, on paper because you can't hear them call oh, it. Well, all that's what I'm saying. All the great stuff over there overdubbed. Like all the TV you hear from there. That's why the funny voice? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Poor. See, we've spent so much time dealing with like underprivileged people in other countries like, you know, Bosnia and shit. The fucking the the soundless. We got so we got so good over here. Oh my lord! It's like a big couch, like just sinking in. We've we air. Got so good. We've air. Mm-hmm. Canada. Didn't. There's no air in Canada. No, they got air. Right. I thought. See, I thought all the air goes there from here. Oh yeah. I thought it goes up. down. I thought air rises, mm. and Canada is higher than us, floating on this piece of this island that we're all on. This flat Earth of ours. It just goes up. You know what's... And while we're at it, where is the line drawn between island and continent? Because fucking, if you look at it, we're floating around in the sea as well. Mm-hmm. There's an ending to our shit. Australia, island. Floating bitch. Fucking thing sails all over the ocean all the time. Island, continent, nation. Strong wind and Australia's right bumping up against Florida. It'd be a prison, that place, remember? Yep. <laughs> like, and, at least and, they have sound in that prison. not a great idea about English... Let's send all of our prisoners away from this dark, dreary nation. Send them to paradise. Well, first of all, Australia's got some of the most dangerous beasts known to... Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like, it's it's, it's a beautiful place. It's nice. But Linda Kozlowska doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> Holy shit, she married Paul Hogan. Oh, my God. He was great. I loved him. But you don't love the new, possibly great Star Trek. No, no, no. So basically, I actually don't even acknowledge it. If you uh, want, if you want Steve Murphy to defend your ass, be a horrible, be a horrible Australian performer, or be the Oak Ridge Boys. He's not horrible. Who is not hor- acknowledge? Who's not horrible? Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. I I do not acknowledge the Star Trek film. At all. Linda Coswell married him, and she probably wouldn't agree. She's still married. Have we, we've talked about her. We have. We have talked about. He's her. taking her fucking. Her, he's putting it in her lips. I, I find it hard to believe that we're talking about something we've talked about earlier. Actually, he doesn't. He took her name. It's Paul Kozlowski. Now, did you know? 
Yeah. Steve, do you have any films you'd like to recommend for the listeners? Um, yeah, this little known film that I, I love this movie. Yeah, but a couple of uh, killers for hire. It's called Ronin. You talk about desperate. I'll tell you about desperate. The Rebel Alliance made Lando Calrissian a general because he made one maneuver during the Battle of Tanab. I mean, what the hell? Guy makes one maneuver, one little maneuver, and they say, ah, yeah, we're going to make you a general. And what about the other guys who are captains or commanders and all who got overlooked because Calrissian made one damn maneuver? And that's fucking bullshit. No comprende. Well, damned. I just wanted to spend a couple of seconds talking about one of my favorite characters, Bib Fortuna, R.I.P. He doesn't die in the, the explosion that kills Jabba and everybody else. Instead, he survives only to be captured by the Bomar monks, have his brain ripped out, and placed in a jar full of nutrients, while his empty shell of a body is discarded somewhere. So it seems like such an undignified way to end for such an amazing character. No comprende. Well, damned. So we were talking about little, little toys that we never had as kids. And there was one that came to mind. Why didn't they ever make this? Because it would have been amazing to have as a child to put this little thing on and drive around town with it. The, the beard of General Crix Maydine. Now, that would have been great. He had like this massive brown beard, and you could have pretended that you were sending off the rebels in the, in the shuttle Tiberian to infiltrate the shield generator on the, before the Battle of Endor. But to have the beard of, of Crix Maydine, like to have his beard, it would have been so cool as a kid. You could walk around and say, oh, check this little beard out. I'm nine years old and I'm wearing a beard. Eh, maybe, maybe it wouldn't have been so good. Perhaps a little creepy. No comprende. Well, damned. The following is a topical declaration. Fuck the prequels. No comprende. Well, damned. The beard of General Crix Maydine. Not only is it fun to say, but it would have made a great toy. I can see that hairy object nicely folded in the old Star Wars package. Now, what nine-year-old would not want a General Maydine beard? You know what would have made a great Star Wars toy? The lower beard of Mon Mothma. No comprende. Well, damned. One of the misunderstood characters is Star Wars universe, and it makes me sad just thinking about it because the it's a tragic story, really. Um, uh, you're talking about an entrepreneur doing the best they can in a tough, tough world. I mean, the the amount that this dude had to rise up against to become successful is extraordinary. Um, betrayed by those closest to him. Died um, painfully uh, in his own his own shit and piss vomit. And uh, he didn't even get to say goodbye to the body of his favorite pet. And I know you think we're talking about Jabba the Hutt, but what we're really talking about is no comprende. Well, damned. Hey, uh, Chud Show. Um, this is a big fan. Probably your biggest fan calling in. I just wanted to call you today. Um, tell you I'm, uh, I'm officially addicted to Star Wars. I, th- I think it's the bee's knees. Uh, I also think it's the droids growing. Um, but anyway, I, I, let me get to uh, my question here. Um, do you remember in Empire when... Uh, Jabba made all those uh, fools jump from ship uh, into the gaping maw of the uh, Sarlacc pit. Remember that? Uh, my question actually has to do with that Sarlacc pit. Was that its full name? Um, like, 
is it related to you know like related to Brad? You know, was that his actual name? And they speak, speaking of names, why do you think uh, Princess Leah's last name is like the least remembered last name of all the movies? You know, it's like her, uh, it's like her last name's Leah. I got news for you. It's it's Organa. Leah's her middle name. No comprende. Goddamned. Horrible nerdo es Steven y no te diferencia between Empire Strikes Back and Return of Jedi. Y a Meven y no Winkies. Goddamned. I went to a party with some of the Cantina denizens. It was fucking raunchy. But I'll tell you what. You know who was the most hammered? Fucking Greedo. Because he always does the shots first. Routini doesn't mean what most people think. What it really means is I'm tired of being small and wrapped in a brown robe and being thrown onto a fire by 3PO. Hey, fuck you, General Carlos Viking. You gave up too early. The Imperials weren't even there, and yet you ordered the evacuation too soon. You damn coward. Sice Noodles. Dexter Jexter. Efont Mon. General Grievous. Count Dooku. Fuck! Darth Plagueis. Holy shit. Newt Gunray. Kit Fisto, for fuck's sake. Wicked W. Warwick. And then Droopy McCool. Anakin has a 23-year-old Force ghost. Yoda has an 800-year-old Force ghost. You're going to tell me that he's happy about that? Can someone explain to me what the Beast Riders of Onderon are? Because that's even beyond me. Greedo was fucking trashed off his ass. I remember we, uh, we waited until he passed out and we drew a picture of himself on himself. And it was it was weird because uh, the, the himself that was on his fucking self was actually portrayed by Warwick Davis. In light of all of the Star Wars discussion that I, I'm sure you're, that we're about to start in this podcast, because we've just really scratched the surface of it, um, the something that I don't, I don't think should go unnoticed. Um, we have to admit sometimes when we're wrong, you know, as as film goers and as fans and as as somewhat film journalist types. Um, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we think we know uh, and we jump to a conclusion and the result isn't exactly what we thought it would be. And I think that's definitely the case with the actor known as Jake Lloyd. Because, um, I mean, his, his subsequent work since The Phantom Menace has pretty much oh, so much fucking hammered at that party at the cantina. So much drinking. We fucking rolled that place. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, my God. I woke up with this bizarre tattooing on my back. I was like, what the fuck? Who did that? Fucking, oh, Mark Hamill off in the corner? Fucking Puke Skywalker. That's right. I'm telling you what he was called. He was called Puke Skywalker. You know who else was really trashed? Carrie Fisher all the time, every day since her birth. There are times in everybody's life when we just need to step back and ask ourselves, what would the Montellian Sovereign do in this situation? <laughs>